internet. You tune into Combat Jack Show, the Combat Jack Show.com. What yeah. up, Premium? What's going P? on, Combat? Yo, man, first and foremost, man, I got to really thank the internets, man. They've really, really been supporting us, man. These past several episodes, man. I don't know about you, man, but I've been so focused. I'm focused. So focused, man, on these on these interviews, man, and these guests that we've been having. For sure. And and, and you've been so focused, Pete. I mean, listen, I, I just told you I was. You got your, your weight up, man. I mean, you know, I'm trying to get my weight up. Like, I never Not thought it would be the Combat Jack and Premium Pete show, man. No, nobody said it's that. It's the Combat. <laughs> no, but, I, but I'm saying, It's though. the Combat Jack show at the end of the day. Yeah, but for real, man, I really got to thank the internet, man, for the support that we've been getting, man. I love the way y'all uh, rallied around us. We did the Boosie interview last week. And then before that, the, the Farrell Monch interview, man, and the Russell Simmons interview. And y'all just been supporting us, man, like crazy, man. So internet's out there, man. You know, it don't ever stop, man. Salutes, Numenati, the whole nine. I'm so glad. You know, it's been a long time, man, since I interviewed a fellow Haitian on the Combat Jackson. I can't even remember the time where the Aysian, the Neg Aysian, the Shoah, man. But man, tonight, man, you know what I'm saying? You know, everything is related, man, and, and, and it's so funny how we connected, man. This this man right here was at a party with uh, my cousin. Yeah. My cousin calls me. He's like, yo, you got to have this man on your show. Uh, and then two yeah. days later, he's hanging out with, 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 with my, my partner, Chris Morrow. Really? Yeah. And then and, <laughs> Chris and, fucking Morrow? Chris Morrow. Burr. And then, and then <laughs> this kid from Harvard calls me. He was like, yo, you got to have. I just had. I just had this man at Harvard. What? Speaking to our hallowed halls, our hallowed students. Motherfuckers petitioner. Hey, yo, internet, man. I'm so happy to introduce and welcome to the Combat Jack Show, DJ. Kid. Yo, what's up, man? What up, man? I do it better than me, man. Yo, we do it better than you, man. I need that drop. Let, let, me, let me hear you do that, man. Kid. There you go. There you go. How you feeling, man? No, I'm cool, man. It's funny how you say everything's connected, man, because if I didn't meet your boy, because I was DJing Al Pacino's daughter's, daughter's party, party. right? But uh, <laughs> I was fucking some bitch in his crib. That's how in I, Al Pacino's crib. No, not I, in I, my I, cousin's I, crib. Yeah, your cousin's crib. Oh, word? That's how we got it. But you never... skeeted on his pillows? I got to let that nigga know. Uh, I like, thought he was oh, fucking somebody in Chris Morrow's crib. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Although he needs a black light. Man. Oh, oh, man. Yo, I got to tell him, B, that, sh <laughs> that streak right there is not Greek sauce, man. <laughs> it's, crazy, you know, it's crazy because the, the bitch I was fucking refused to put us together because I guess, you know, he was like, yo, you be having a hooky there, but you don't hook me up, blah, blah, blah. But I guess she just wanted a dick. So right. but I, I used to come in like late and fuck her and I'm out. But I know he was mad because he's a hero. Yeah, he's a hero screaming. Uh, 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 you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yo, I listened to you on the Howard Stern show, B. I think it was one of the best episodes. I heard in a long time. <laughs> How the fuck are you married, man, and fucking 8,000 chicks, my nigga? Well, I fucked like 1,000. I don't know about the 8,000. So you was exaggerating on Howard's, man? Yeah, I, you know, I took full advantage. Me being Haitian, you know, we, we, we I got to take advantage, man, because I was only supposed to be on Howard for 10 minutes. And that then, shit was uh, an hour and a half, yeah, was you and Loaded chaos. Lux. Yeah, it was And chaos. they wasn't even focusing on Loaded. Loaded was nervous, and the reason Loaded didn't talk much because his fiance was in the other room. Uh, so I was, you know, I was a bad influence to him, and that's why he kept, like, like pausing or he was worried. Like, every was time he, I, was I, he like, sweating? Nah, because I was like, yo, you in hip-hop, you be <laughs> fucking bitches, right? And then I ain't know his fiance. Uh, so his fiance is, like, steaming in the other room. Why you be fucking bitches, On work? Yeah, so. <laughs> so, so rule of thumb is, yo, internet, if, luck, if so. you ever get a deal or if you ever start coming up in this game, man, yeah. you get on Howard Stern, What's don't bring that? your bitch around, bitch. No. <laughs> don't bring your bitch around and tell her, do not listen to the radio today. But, but for real, going back to my original question, man, yeah. how you married? I mean, yo, man, I've always been a crazy motherfucker, and I got married, and it didn't really change. I mean, 
you know, I, I abuse my power. If I'm touring the world, right. I'm not going to, like, you know. Like, and you're but, making money. I'm making money. And, I, you know, first of all, I toured, like, when I got married, I toured with, like, come on, 50 first. And right. me and 50 went with Eminem. That's too much. That was overkill. That was unlimited whores mm. right there. Mm. It's, 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 then we tore with Jay-Z. Then we had more bitches. Did you ever have to say, I don't want no more pussy no more? <laughs> Hell no. You never said <laughs> that. Fuck you saying that. You never, like, when I was single, there were times I was like, yo, I don't want no more. It's too much. Nah, I lost my virginity at 19. All okay. these kids now are losing it at 15 and 12 mm. and all mm. that. I lost mine late. So that's why I, was, I went crazy. And then the fact that, you know, when I started getting more famous, I just, like, you know, the bitches look better. Then it became a situation where it was like menages and, and orgies and fucking. And they would get lit up on the drugs. Yo, you, you don't do drugs. I don't do any drugs. Right. You know, Ever? I only smoke weed. I'm, I'm a celebrity weed smoker. I smoke okay. with like, uh, you know, like uh, Snoop. Like Snoop. Uh, Willie Nelson's my best friend. I smoke with him. Who's got the best weed, Snoop or Willie? I think Wiz won this year. Really? It used to be Snoop, but Wiz. Is oh, you on. said Wiz. Wiz, Wiz Khalifa. Khalifa. I thought you said Willie Nelson. No, Willie Nelson is on some like. Uh, scientific college graduate drug shit. Like right. he got like a, a scientist putting his weed together. So so Wiz so, Khalifa got the best weed. Wiz Khalifa got cocaine on his weed or something. Ah! I don't know, man. Smoking woolies. So 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 two years ago when you was on Howard Stern show, you said you fucked every white bitch. Period. Yeah, because uh, when I first started DJing, I DJed for uh, my first artist was uh, Juvenile. A lot of people don't know that, but I really? went on tour with Juvenile. How, yeah. did, how did you hook that up? Because uh, when I was doing mixtapes, I didn't want to, um, because, you know, New York was running it. Right. So the South was, like, bitter, you know. Everything was New York, Nas. Everything was DMX. Everything was, you know. The locks. And, 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 you know, the locks and all that. So it was easy to get those artists because, you know, dealing with DJ Clue and Envy, you know, we all lived in the same neighborhood. So right. I used to get all the exclusives from, from New York. But I was like, I wanted to bootleg my CDs heavy down South. So what I did, I would fly down South, and then I would link up with, like, you know, like the the little Wayne's when he was like fourteen and and then you know why up. why did you want to link up with the South back then because uh I, because we were getting bootlegged heavy remember, right. remember it was tapes that was getting distributed heavy but I just wanted to give back to the South because I I heard how they they're complaining everything is New York blah 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 so I went I went down there and then I just started getting like you know. The early TIs, the you know, all those guys that you see that's big now. Right. I went down there and then I just got like exclusives from them and they were like shocked that I went down there. And then the reason I DJed for um Juvenile, Juvenile was like, All right, hang with me on the tour bus because you he, he was with, you know, Cash Money, he was right. doing uh the hot boys and all that. So he was like, Yo, just just tour with me and then I and I, and then I'm I'm bugged out that you're here. I'll do all the freestyles on my tour bus. Because he had a studio on his bus. Remember, he was blowing mad money back then. Right. He was buying everybody clothes. That's when cash and, money was like yeah, brand, was, brand new money. Ridiculous. It was new money. Yeah, and I, I hung out more with Baby's brother than Slim. Than Baby, yeah. So, uh, and then I, that's where I met the the young buck before he came to G-Unit. And he he tried to rob me, too. He was like, he was scheming on me. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Huh? So you were running with Slim and cash money. Yep. And you was down there in, in you know, the Dirty South, New Orleans, the whole nine. Crazy. Did you have any idea? That the South would be running things. Not back then. Right. Back then, it was very. Uh, it was like you know, I guess it was. It was all hard pressed down there. They respected like you know. It's just like now you see how they respect each other, and then the the fans like support their artists. Back then, it was like you know, it was kind of like a revenge thing. Like you know, fuck New York. You know, 
But at the end of the day, New York was winning. Everything right. was like popping. But they used to give you super, super, Yo, super. I had everything. That's you why wasn't I, nobody back then, technically. Nah, and they used to I give was, you I mad was, love. I, I was just a mixtape dude that was stealing songs. Right. And then people was trying to kill me and shit like that. So I had the name, but visually, nobody knew who I was. Right. You know, the who kid name, you know, the, all that who kid shit. I didn't want people to know who I was. So... I started getting excuses from them, you know, Lil Wayne, when he was like, yo, it was crazy. I was getting so much songs that everybody else just started giving me shit from the South. So, Young Buck, how did you first meet him? He wanted to rob me. I, he saw me on a tour bus, right. and who's, I was all iced who, who, out. On, 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 on Juvenile's tour On Juvenile's tour bus, because, you know, Young Buck was Juvenile's artist in okay. the beginning. So, he hated me, like, because I came out of nowhere. I was all iced out. And he was a know, New York nigga. Yeah, I was making, like, <laughs> 10 G's from the streets like at that time before i went to the 30 40 g's from the streets I was, I was making a little you know i was making like 10 g's before my name got known right but uh yeah i did all that as a little trick daddy i flew i i, I just got free stuff from all of them but fucking with juvenile juvenile made me dj for him because his uncle was the dj mm. he was like yo he's like yo he said you had an old nigga dj he, yeah, he had his uncle. His uncle was his DJ. He was like, yo, Wode. What was his Come name? DJ with me, Wode. Huh? DJ Wode? No, no, no. That's the that's that's shit they used to say back in the day. I know, I know. Wode. They still say that shit. But damn, he had Uncle June Puck DJ. Yo, he had his uncle DJ. So, and then they had was he thing. nice? No, they had this thing called the replay machine. That's why everybody sees me with two replays now, because Juvenile's uncle taught me about the replay. He okay. had one replay machine and had backed that ass up. All he did was kept pressing buttons, and then the dude would never skip. Right. So... That's how he DJ. Yeah, so every night he'd be like, I'll give you some paper and just DJ, just play my joints, see how we live out here. Then that's where I was introduced to the white girl because he was touring in Iowa, Idaho. Mm. No, getting... no, but let's get back to fucking Young Buck. How close <laughs> did he come? To what the fuck did he do? He was, yo, he, he, yo, he you told... knew he didn't fuck with you. He 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 was mad. He was but like, you knew he didn't fuck with you. Yeah, he, yeah. I and you he didn't was, fuck with him either. Nah, because I was there for Juvenile. Right. I was I was a fan Crab of ass nigga. Yeah, yeah. I, I, was, <laughs> I was a fan of fucking Juvie. I ain't gonna fuck about who was there. So was did shining. He, did he pull some shit out, or, or how did you find nah, out? Nah, he just he just gave me these crazy faces. Like every time I would come on the bus, because you know Juvie gave me full access, right. or he gave me, and then Juvie had two tour buses. So all the hood niggas was on the other joint. And the broken one the, with the three wheels. <laughs> and then the, <laughs> the up-to-date artists. I mean, Buck was on the up-to-date artists a little bit here and there, right. but but Juvie wasn't thinking about them at that time. So Ju- so how did you know this nigga almost robbed you? He told me. Buck told me. Like, years later, when Buck came to G-Unit, right. like, uh, Buck was like, yeah, I remember when I first met you, and then I, you know, I really wanted to rob you, man, especially that time when you were outside, like, he, he said there was one time I was standing, and then the show was over, but everybody left, so I didn't have no security. Uh, so I was solo. So and you remember, like, the, you remember that particular? I remember that. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I, was, I, I, I think we were like, uh, damn, we were, I think we were like in Nebraska or some shit. Fuck! And, and then the show was like over, but motherfuckers already You was about got, to get robbed in Fargo? I thought it was like, <laughs> I, I, yo, I, had my, I tucked in my chain. I had a chain. I had my watch and all that. And I was like, yo. But Buck was like, yo, I could get them robbed now. Right. And then he wouldn't know that I robbed him. Right. And then I probably would sell his shit, like, in the next city or whatever. But he told me straight up, like, he didn't like me at all in the beginning. It's always the same thing. Though. You didn't get that feeling from him when you were right next to him? I did. Yeah. Uh, but I but I didn't pay attention to him because I was very He was, you know, he was doing things. You were doing big things, man. He was fucking yeah. checking out the white bitches. And like, so, so Nebraska put you onto the white bitches. Yeah, it was, uh, no, it was uh, Juvenile that put me onto okay. the white bitches. So it was like, Juvenile was like, huh? The, the white bitches was so easy. Huh? It was like, no, it was like no talking. Huh? It was like they gave all you gotta you, say is huh. They gave you head immediately, and I was on stage with him. So once he did back that ass up, yo, there was bitches in the tour bus sucking us off. I was like, were you bugging out? 
it was crazy for me because I I wasn't DJing for nobody. So right. it, was, it was my first tour, so condoms was being yo. People were buying condoms by fucking boxes, like boxes, cartons, yo. like cigarettes. I was like, damn, <laughs> crazy. So so huh? in the past couple of years, man, have you been a little bit more lenient with these black chicks? Because black chicks right now <laughs> are going hard with the. <laughs> Like, they're spitting on that shit right now, B. I think the black girl's head game right now, you know when black people focus on something, B. Like, once we focused on golf, we kill that shit. Once we focused on tennis, we kill that shit. Come on, right now. Come on. Come on, who kid? I, mean, I, haven't, I haven't really gotten that, that kind of love from black chicks because even on our, like, you know, we get black chicks like, yeah, we spit on that shit, bitch. We, we, we got bitches from, like, overseas more. Like, the black chicks overseas more are, are more into the fun and having sex. Right. But, like, here is, like, down Puritanical, south. right. Down south is, like, I would have to be, like, a gangster dude. I'm a pussy-looking nigga, you know what I'm saying? I right. look like I went to Catholic school. Like, Buck <laughs> look like a Grammy. So they like the like grimy that. niggas down yeah, there. They like, got, dirty fingernails, they long. Got, they got gold teeth. And, that Don know, Juan magic, fucking like, Johnson look. What they call them, trappers? They're, like, drug dealers and, like, Dudes that went to jail. Man, they don't fuck with clean niggas. I don't even have hair on my arms. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, these, these bitches can see me, and they know that I'm not that type of dude. Right. That's but what about I, up top? Right about up here in New York, man. Up here, these bitches want to fall in love. They want to know where you live. They, they want to they They're not, they not trying to gag on bitches. it, man. Nah, I don't fuck with bitches over here either. Because fuck, man. They be you wild racist, fuck. man. Damn, High man. maintenance. Yo, this <laughs> motherfucker right here is the Donald Sterling <laughs> of black chicks right here. Don't be bringing no black chicks to my club, Yo, because my experience is like you know, like I'm on the road and I want to have fun. And right. I don't, I'm not, I'm not here for any respect. And You're then, married. Yeah, exactly. that's the insanity, <laughs> nigga. How? Like, what conversations do you have with your wife? Like, I'm like, yo, man, I just fuck two bitches, baby, you and know she's cool with it. She, she don't know. Does she, she not listen to the shit that you talk about? I mean, you know, I tell this for promotional use only. This is all it's acting. Like, yeah, but you know, I do though. You know right. what, what are you married to? Does she speak English? No, nah, she's Japanese. Does she uh, speak English? Yeah, she's, she's uh, fluent. She's super fluent. Okay. Do you speak Japanese? Nah, I just know like the curse I words. Yeah, she be calling me monkey and shit like that. Like, oh, word? <laughs> she gets niga. mad at you though, right? She calls me stupid nigga. When she gets mad at you, <laughs> yeah. I, I would imagine though. With your track record, though, that she's probably mad at you all the time. Yo, but, you know, I don't really fuck with her no more because, you know, I, I used to fuck with her for, like, <laughs> 13 years. You know what I'm saying? So I don't fuck her no more. You know right. what I'm saying? My dick is everywhere else, but So but this is this is an arrangement. This is an arrangement. It's a business. Yeah, it's just like, you know, I did it. Uh, first of all, it was done for to mentally keep my kids at bay. You, you got married yeah. because you wanted healthy kids. I didn't you want didn't... my kids to be like, oh, my father's a piece of shit. He left or whatever. Right. So I, you know, I... Took care of my kids, like mentally took care of them also. So I still did my thing. You know, I'm not saying that I'm just running around fucking going crazy, but it sounds it's like my it, option. You know right, what I'm saying? You have like, the option. What the fuck about this marriage shit, right. man? That shit is a bunch of bullshit. You know what What's I'm the worst it ever got? Like, like when she was like, you black nigga, you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> nah, <laughs> when, she, when she heard the, the, the Howard Stern interview. Oh. <laughs> you didn't sleep <laughs> in the same bed. That I, got week. I, got, I, got, I got locked up for driving with no license. So I had to call her to get my lawyer, right? Because you know, she know the lawyer information. Yeah, uh, why she saw? Why she heard that shit that day off of World Star? Wait, you got? Wait, you got? This shit been out like eight months. She never oh heard it. Oh my god! And then one friend called her. Yeah, I think I heard you. Yeah. Japanese friend? Nah, it's a black chick. You know, it has to be a black girl. Some black chick was like, "Yo, I think I was, your husband's on Howard Stern," and she sent him. She sent her the link the day I get locked up. Fuck. So I call her to call the lawyer. She hung up on me. Oh my god! Get the lawyer yourself, nigga. <laughs> you black nigga. nigga. 
Peace. I'm like, oh hell. So no. so you had to do you had to do like a short stint, man. Man, no, nah, I was there for like 24 hours. My, my, my lawyer, she, she she was fucking with me, but my lawyer got me out. But I was like, damn, this bitch fucking heard this shit. Yeah. Eight months later, I thought I got away with murder. <laughs> I was like, I got away with a year. That's I got crazy. my house turned. I ain't got to worry about going home here, no bullshit. Wow, that's and crazy. Now I get locked up, she hears the shit. That's crazy. So you, so growing up in a Haitian household, man, like like they didn't understand this culture, man. You grew up in Brooklyn. Yeah, I grew up. I was born in uh, Rasmus Street in Brooklyn, and then uh, I'm strictly from traditional like I was born, sent to Haiti five years, and come back. So you that's where you get your, That's where you get your Creole from going back. Yeah, because I live with my grandmother. My grandmother raised me for the first five years, and so my other three brothers too. Right. My father was an engineer, mother was a nurse. So you know they sent the kids to Haiti so they can make money. Right, and then you come back, and then they start taking care of you. So I didn't know who my my father was for like the first five years. That's why we were all looking at him crazy because my uncle and my grandmother took care of us. You know, that's that's traditional Haitian, but they. You're born here to get the citizenship. Of course. Yeah, but uh, living in, you know, my father, man, he's, like, super strict, you know, like, you know. Now, how is your father super strict when he he actually introduced you to the industry in a way, right? Yeah, but that's that's when I became a teenager when he was, like, because when he used to do that, I never cared. He used right. to do, like, a lot of promotions for, like, the Haitian bands and Scott stuff. Sha, Tabu yeah, like, Combo, like he, Zan. He was a Haitian promoter. He, he promoted events and then sent the money to build, like, schools and okay. hospitals and I can't. Uh, in in parts of Port-au-Prince, right? But uh, you know, I, I I didn't even know I was like I, I didn't know till I was a teenager that I was hanging with a lot of the Haitian band legends, superstars. Yeah, like super superstars. Like you know, Zan was like no, no big, one, like Skasha number one and the DPX. West. Sweet Sweet Mickey was he fucking with Sweet Mickey? Yeah, like Sweet Mickey was like yo I, yo I didn't even know I was so pissed. But now I hang with Sweet Mickey's you son. Ha- do you know <laughs> Sweet yeah, Mickey? Yeah, I know Sweet Mickey, and I hang with the son. Internet, if y'all don't know, Sweet Mickey is now the current. <laughs> President of Haiti, like the no nigga bullshit. right there, like, yo. <laughs> like, hey, yo, don't let me kill you, man. He, he was talking about Sweet Mickey when uh, um, Wyclef was on the. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, man, we, you get into Haitian talk. I have no idea what the yeah, fuck. Yeah, so, yeah. so, so your pops is in the industry. You didn't know. But, I didn't know until I was uh, became a teenager, and then I then I went to then I started realizing, yo, these parties, these, these five hour long parties, like it'd be one song for one hour. I'm like, yo, when is this shit going to be over? <laughs> I don't even know how they did it, but they would perform, like the band performed five hours straight. Right. You know, now these pussies out here performing 40 15, minutes. Yeah, 15 10 minutes. Songs, of, walking yeah. back and forth. That, that's why you call real talent, you know what I'm saying? But I, I guess I, I was bred to be in some kind of music See, industry. that's kind of fascinating, man, because most cats that grow up in the industry, you hear about the experience from the American side. Like, yeah. my pops was doing this, or my pops was running around with Luther Vandross, mm-hmm. or Earth, Wind, and Fire, but your pops, that's crazy, man. Now, your pops, was fucking around. My father was fucking like crazy. That's probably why I got this fuck. This I probably got my father's dick in my pants. Now, you know what I'm yo, <laughs> pause. That's pause. A good pause. Okay, pause. Yeah, not, not, you talked about your, your my dad. Man. You talked about your pops catching chlamydia, man. Yeah, no, nah, that was a joke, man. <laughs> okay, it wasn't true, right? I probably was bullshit on air one day, and I was like talking about my father. My father, he he fucked a lot of bitches, man, because cause damn near like his father alone had like twenty some kids. And them Haitian you know, chicks, yeah, like, them Haitian chicks don't give a fuck. Yeah, they were, you know, Haitian. What your moms like, do, man? You know, it's like traditional Haitian. You know, like the Haitian women. They, they. Even my uncle was doing it. Like he was a doctor. He abused his power. That's probably where I looked into my power bullshit because my uncle, who was a doctor, he, you know, he practiced in Long Island. He had a big mansion. No, so I was like, but he, he had a bitch living in his crib with his wife. So I was like, yo. Dominican chick or Haitian fuck chick? Fuck that. I'm was doing he, that, yo. Was he fucking with Haitian chicks or? or, or, or? I think he had like a young Spanish chick. Uh, you know, some, some, some Dominic, Dominican chick. You so, know so, so your whole shit is. 
My shit is my, dead. My, You're my, fucked my, up in the head, yeah, man. My family's fucked up because, you know, I caught my father cheating. You know what I'm saying? In the house? Yeah, he was fucking. Uh, he was um, fucking in the house. He fucked like the, the the woman that handled our security system. You know what I'm saying? ADT? Uh, yeah, hell yeah. Yo, he was shitting where he. So did they fight your your parents? Nah, they never fought. Because he he, he held it, it down. There never was no physical shit. My my mother probably didn't give a fuck. You know, after a while, because right. you know bills uh, were paid. Haitian women like 30, 40 years in is like where, you know why where are they gonna go? It have right. to be really bad. It had to be really physical. But it was never like that. You know, and then. I think maybe they weren't fucking no more. I don't want I'm like, even me now, I don't want to fuck my wife right now. Right, you right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> Pops was ringing the alarm. Now, 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 one more thing about your family, man. You talked to Howard about how y'all used to all shower together? Uh, I mean, you know, yeah, it's like, you know. How old were you, man? Shower with your pops and your moms, me. Shower? Yeah, because, you know, like, I don't know. My father used to take a bath, and then I used to go in and take a bath, too. How old were you, man? I think I was like, I don't know, 10, 11, maybe. So, so 11 years old? <laughs> that wasn't the so, rubber ducky. So, so, would his nuts accidentally brush on your shoulder or something like that? Nah, I mean, I, I don't recall, but that nigga yeah. was, he was out, though. He was like, yeah. Why are you looking at my stuff? Yeah, like, don't look at my stuff, man. <laughs> he yeah, my, he, my father actually hated my second brother because you know in the haitian household they used to always share the towels right but you don't violate like the facial towels my, my brother used to always wipe his ass with the fucking <laughs> towel and my father like what and, and, leave, and leave some gifts yeah right? like, my father, why you do that like <laughs> it was now, crazy now who kid you're named after your mom's shits yeah every time my mother took a shit my father be like hoo-wee. so and then i took the who we to high school and in school and the kids call me the who kid so when I became a DJ, it's a very dumb story, but when I became a DJ, I just kept it who kid because I didn't want to be Scratch Master X, like some corny name, you know what I'm saying? Shots fired? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I just didn't want to be like those weird names, you know, like the, the typical DJ name. Right. And I wanted people to remember, but the who kid kind of coincided with like hiding and all that because right. I, cause when I was stealing songs with Clue and Envy, like I like the fact that nobody knew who the kid was. And they're like, who the fuck this kid yeah, is? Yeah, but I got it originally from my mother taking the dump. And then it led to just me hiding. Oh, that's from beautiful, rappers. man. That's, Yo, this that's, family's crazy. That's, yeah, She's that's, taking dumps, that's making a names. Right take, there. How many people took a shower together? Just you, moms, and dads, or there was sisters? Uh, I used to run out. My mother came in. My mother had them big ass titties. Oh, <laughs> crazy. Yo, no, Yo, no, no. Most kids got like rubber ducky and water <laughs> toys. This guy got like, tits and dicks, tits and dicks on his shoulders. <laughs> You know, you know, because you know, Haitian women don't shave. They have those big, big ass pussy hair. Yo, <laughs> now, now, growing up, man, like, it's like crazy. Your first glimpse into yeah. the real rap world, though, was on your block, right? You had Special Ed growing up on your block, right? Yeah, in Brooklyn. Uh, I live near by near uh, Special Ed because he went to Erasmus High, and right. I, I live like literally like two blocks away from there. So Special Ed was like the big homie. Yeah, he was like the first like idol, you know, especially when he had uh, I got it made. Yo, when that, I, that, like when he had I got it made, what? You know, it was crazy back then. What? Son. He had the bitches too. He bitches. Had the, he had the BMW and mm. shit. Three twenty i. You know what I'm saying? Woo! That shit was all. Did you ever talk to him? When yeah, he was, like, I just, he was very because uh, at the park he talked to everybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he was actually like the first guy that you know that kind of like influenced me with the hip hop shit. But uh, I grew up where there was no hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So. Interacting with him was kind of cool, you know what I'm saying? But I just watch fucking Here Comes the Rain Again, all that stupid <laughs> shit, video music box and all that. Like, they didn't have hip-hop back then. So right. so you saw the transition like I went like, from, like, like, no hip-hop to the hip-hop coming in and then, you know, then knowing, like, every hip-hop artist from back in the days from Big Daddy Kane to Slick Rick to all those guys. And then now the next generation from NWA, 50, and all this craziness. And now it's like, whiz. so I got almost four generations of, of, of hip-hop knowing DNA. all those mm. people. Right. 
And then, you know, even Jay-Z know who I am, but he's probably the only one I don't really interact with. You know what I'm saying? What did you want to be when you was a kid, man? Uh, computer engineer. My father was a blueprint engineer for Con Edison. Okay. So, you know, I quit. Uh, like my second year in college, I went to uh, CW Post a little bit. I went to Queensboro. I took some courses there to try to catch up because I was fucking up. And then, and I, then I looked at my, I looked at my class. I was looking at everybody in there. Everybody looked goofy and fucking nerdy. I was like, man, ain't no <laughs> bitches in this job. So I quit. And then uh, you quit college because you quit college because the uh, there was no bitches. Not really for bitches, but uh, it, it was, was like you know, goofy. <laughs> didn't fit him. It didn't two, fit his two, style. Two reasons why I quit is DJ Clue went to Queensboro too, but he was he, we were in the same class. He was telling me. Yo, man, I'm about to go sign with Jay Z. I was like, "What? I'm quitting today." So he you quit believed school. him? Did you believe him? I didn't believe him until he really did sign, and then I see like he's with Jay. He, you know, he was doing albums and stuff. I was like, "What?" And then, secondly, the teacher that I had, I remember this professor. He was like, "You know, you, you know, even if you graduate, you have to upgrade your education for almost the rest of your life because you're doing computer." I was like. What? I gotta study for the rest of my fucking life man. with these cornballs, with shit. these goofy motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm out of here, nerdy motherfuckers. <laughs> you know all that lab shit. You know, ain't no pussy. Like I'm, I'm out of here, man. So I quit, and then I, you know, I got a job. Doing know. what, man? Where are you working? at? I worked at fucking uh, U.S. Uh, I worked for uh, Port Authority for like like eight years at Port Authority. Yeah, doing what? I was uh, I, I was like, uh, what do you call it, canine? I, I was running the dogs through the planes, checking for oh, fucking drugs. That's a pretty it. cushy job, though. It was cool, and then uh, the, the job wouldn't refuse to fire me because I was there so long, and I was I was an idiot, I was a clown, I was cool. It's to a point where I, I I had to like like force myself like not to come in. Like, you didn't like fired. the job. No, I loved the job. It was cool, and I was making money. That's how I balanced out back buying records back okay. then. You know. People had to buy records. This shit was expensive. Right. Especially and like, equipment. What? Equipment. And needles. Back then you had to buy needles. Stanton. It was, yo, the stands I would lose. So you, you know, that's another 300 again. Especially the glow in the dark ones. I hated them shits. The Sam Ash knew me so much because I kept buying shit. And, you know, and I, and I was the dumb nigga that would buy mad equipment, act like I'm Diddy. Like, right. I, I'll buy like mad. I'll buy like a you fucking like a synthesizer. You remember the old <laughs> computer? I'll buy like mad shit. And then I don't even know what the fuck to do with this shit. <laughs> but I would sit there, act like I got a studio. And I knew mad niggas like that. But then I was like, yo, let me just be a DJ. Fuck all this production shit. Now, now I read somewhere, man, that Biggie indirectly influenced you to DJ. Well, you know, the, the, the fact that Biggie, the way, he, the way he influenced me, because he went on Hot 97, and he was like, yo, I'm going to kill DJ Clue for leaking one more chance. He leaked one, because DJ Clue leaked one more chance without the hook. It was a finished. It was like... It was crazy. So the fact that I was like, yo, you got fucking B.I.G. Like Mentioning your name, and I know you. <laughs> crazy. So I was like, yo, I got to get into this shit. And that's where we started robbing the industry. Now, you was now you used to get in trouble. Yeah, I was you crazy. used to lie. I was lying like You crazy. lied to get in the game, right? Hell fucking yeah. That's how I met Russell Simmons. Like, you used to be up at, at Def Jam talking about, I'm going to Japan and this and that. I was at Haitians Ocean's Eleven, B. I used to go inside the <laughs> And this is when you were still working at Port Authority? Yeah, I was working at Port Authority, but what I would do, I would make fake flyers. And then, you know, there was no internet. There was no Twitter or nothing back then, so I, I would make fake flyers. Who the fuck is influencing you to lie, man? I met, God bless the dead, uh, Chris Lighty, man. Once I met Chris Lighty, he was like, he had a little desk in the front. How did you meet, how did you meet Chris? Because I had to meet uh, Mike Lighty, who handled the record department. Because right. in order for and me to And violated get, Def Jam? Or, no, just Def, Def Jam. Jam right. It wasn't even a violated okay. back then. So I used to go right here, Varric, right, right there. On, uh, so I used to go there just to fucking get free shit. I used to hand fake flyers. Like, I'm going to 
Japan, motherfucker. I, and then Mike Lighty was so cool to fucking fuck with that he let me, my lies led me to be cool with the older brother who was like, you know, he, he was uh, Russell Simmons' assistant. Right. So the lies trickled down so crazy after months of getting free records because, yo, it was two, three hundred bucks to buy records back then. And you weren't getting caught with your lies? Nah, because who, you think, no, Mike, Lighty, Mike no, Lighty wasn't calling Japan. And there's see. no internet. No, there's no internet. There's no proof. No Twitter. Yo, and then uh, you know the lies kept going and going until they. What's got the biggest lie you were saying, man? That, that I was touring overseas heavy with like, who? B- just by yourself? Oh, I was the. Nigga. I'm on my own fucking. I was, tour. I was a Haitian <laughs> Tiesto in the in the, in the, in the 80s. <laughs> yo, and then Russell Simmons, yo, stopped one day. Yo, get this hook kid guy in here. Like he's from Queens, cause I, I like I said, I was a Haitian Ocean Eleven, so I, I knew once he heard Queens, he was and, Brad Pitt or George Clooney. Nigga, I was Brad Pitt with this big dick. <laughs> nigga. Ew. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I hey, talk yo. about my dick all the time. Okay, but anyway, but the fact that I lived on 215, which is like five blocks from Hollis, and then I lived right near, you know, Jam Master J, right. and then L. Cool J lived on fucking Linden, which is four blocks up. So it was like, it was, it was too much. It was too much shit. So it was like, for Russell Simmons to believe, he had to believe that I was torn because I didn't live far from Queens. I lived far from Hollis, you know, and Murdoch and all this shit. So he gave you your first major yeah, he gave me official the first, cosign. Yeah, uh, button press. Like he said, all right, you're cool. Then that led me to link up somehow with Puff Daddy. And the Puff Daddy did drops for me. Now, how did you link up with Puff, man? I needed a, a mixtape to be done. And then uh, I, 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 dealing with Chris Lighty, I used to DJ his uh, mansion parties in Jersey a lot. Okay. So how was that, man? It was crazy. It was like fucking like stars, Ferraris, everybody's crazy. Was he advising you though, or was he saying shit? He wasn't really like he he was teaching me the game, but I still was DJ nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like the mixtape shit was still early back then. What was he teaching you, man? He was teaching me like I guess the lies of the industry more than anything. Like he knew you were lying. Yeah, he knew. I told him straight up after a while, so he respected that. You know that you know being in hip hop where the whole industry is a lie. It's good to come in with a lot, uh, so you just gotta you just gotta make sure, <laughs> yo. You gotta yo, you make sure you fucking my whole shit up, nah, dude. because you gotta make I've sure. I've been truthful all these fucking years. You, you fucking shit alive, uh, nigga, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here, man. All these motherfuckers is lying, man. No, the, the shit that's crazy is like the lies make sense if you have real talent back right. in the lie. Right. Like if I come in and I'm a total lie, like if I'm if I'm not a DJ or I'm a loser or I don't got no personality and I have nothing of value, then you become the fluke. But if you have like real like sure. talent. And you're bringing it in, and then people respect your talent because I, you know, I'm an idiot at the end of the day. I'm stupid, funny, or whatever. Uh, Chris saw that, you know what I'm saying. So then he started teaching me about everybody: Steve Rifkin, Jimmy mm. Iovine. So I, I learned from Chris Lighty all the major executive, like you know, uh, execs, like how they move, how they, you know, how they do business, or strictly how they lie, how how they use the lies to make money. So then once I got that understanding, I just went back into the industry with my own like scientific you know calculations and shit and it just went in heavy that's how i survived i'm like fucking 40 years old motherfuckers think i'm like 20 or whatever nigga now now but you paid a price though because all these lies and all these stealings nigga you used to get ki- like you got a reputation for getting kidnapped yeah i got yeah, I a lot hell like nori wanted to kill me but he never caught me though but then i wind up djing for cnn right now so, but, but niggas actually kidnapped you yeah like big pun how like, many times did you get kidnapped man I got I got surrounded by Irv Gotti one time, right? Because of uh, some intro I had. What intro? It was uh, Raekwon cursing out Irv Gotti, talking okay. about you piece of shit fuck or whatever. But I just put it in an intro of a tape to make my tape hot, 
but I didn't know it was you wasn't lead. you wasn't necessarily licking shots. No, I wasn't. You was just, just trying to get on. I just wanted my right. to be high. I wanted so, the money so, to keep so, coming in. So, so Irv Gotti surrounds you. Yeah, no. The, the, you know, the funny thing is, I had to go. To, yo, it was crazy. <laughs> I had to go. I had to go. Not Def Jam. What's the other shit? Uh, the one on uh, Rough Rider. Not Rough Rider. Um, Universal. I had to go to Universal right. to to get um. So, like some some dats back then. Remember we had dats. Yeah, I hated tapes. Yeah, that tape. So I had to get. That's where all the exclusives was on. So whoever was in charge of giving you the songs would give it to you. But you had to meet. But the day I came to meet the guy, he was like, "Yo, everyone holla at you." And I totally forgot about that. That he's intro. like, "Okay, sure." So Irv got me in the back. Was like, "Yo, man," and I was like, "Oh shit, the fucking shit." Yeah, so mu- did he have muscle back there too? Nah, it was just him. But he had dudes outside the thing. So the first thing he was telling me he was like, "Yo, man, you see those guys out there, man." You know, I could fucking have them break your legs and, uh, you know, have you bleeding. and you know, I couldn't have you bleeding? And, uh, you know, <laughs> internally, you know. Internally? I mean, so he's talking crazy shit to you. He's talking crazy And what are you thinking? Like, like, I'm like, fuck. I'm going to get fucked up for some bullshit mixtape shit. Right, right. So he's like, you know what? I'm just, you know, I just wanted to talk to you so you can understand that this is a severe so, situation right. So it's been like all those situations just like that. Big pun. Know? You talk about this story before. He Like, you got thrown in a van, right? Yeah, I, that was crazy because uh, he, I, I didn't even know I was cursing him out. Cause what I, was the scenario? My my, my situation was, uh, you know, I just did an event with um, Flex right. in Queens. So this guy tricked me into, um, I, I didn't know it was Big Pun calling me. So I thought it was the promoter. Right. He said, yo, because I, I have put out some different version of, Big Pun getting dissed on 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 the mixtape by whom? Uh, I think it's when he had beef with Jay, and then I had and them uh, niggas, the, you know, Terror Squad and and yo, and Rockefeller always had beef. But there was a there was a there was a situation where Jay went out the wrong way in the club in the back, and then they hit him with a bottle. But Jay never went back to this. Did they hit Jay or they hit Damon? No, they hit Jay. I think I think Jay got hit with a bottle. Because well, I, I, I remember I remember that 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 knot on Damon's big ass head. Like I remember, I used oh, to represent. I used to represent Damon. Oh, okay. And I remember one time he came to my office. He had a big bandage on his head, and he was talking Shit. about one night they got into it heavy with Terror Squad, <laughs> yo, and he man. was like, "Yo, I was trying to crawl out, and this nigga kept hitting me in the head with a champagne bottle, and I was praying that the <laughs> bottle would break, but them bottles don't fucking break." <laughs> they kept going, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> so then he said they caught him about four times. Like, oh god, this bottle's gonna. Oh kill. man. So. Now- I- the, the, but the, but I, I think that was probably the fight on the inside. Right. But Jay, I think, tried to escape on, on behind the club, and then when he when he went Jay out, running. I mean, he they they. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he was running, but he escaped from the back. But when he escaped from the back, the terror squad dudes was there. Oh, he ran right into the fire. Them and then bang, and they hit him, and then uh, he just never responded to that that situation. But right. you know, me being in the industry with the mixtapes, we hear all this shit. And then we were wondering why it's not popping off. And then I think, uh, uh, what's his name, who did Middle Finger You? I had like Sauce a, Money. Yeah, Sauce Money was like, yo, I'm going to give you a, a diss record. But I think he gave it to Envy and them, but I think they didn't want to play it. Niggas was scared to play it. this record. Yeah. like This, I was, this response record, because Terror Squad was them niggas. But these dickheads didn't tell me, like right. Envy and them didn't tell me that, don't play this shit. You think they set you up? I don't think they set me up. They just was like, whatever, do what you want to do. They probably told me I ain't give a fuck, maybe. Right. But all I know is, after I played that shit. You played it on your mixtape. Yo, man. And Sauce was... Money was going hard. And then the worst part is, you know, back in those days, like, doing artwork for a mixtape is hard. Like, Pun didn't have many photos out. Right. You could see a million photos of Jay, a million photos of this guy, Nas, mad photos. Because what I used to do is when niggas got beef, I'll get one record, and then me being in Queens, I knew all the Queens are. I was like, yo, Nas, I think, 
niggas trying yeah, to come you, at you. Yeah, you, you used to kind of instigate I was, fights. I was, I was, I was Ocean's Eleven back instigating then. instigating rap beefs. Oh, what? I'm going to the studio today. I'm a so, so anyway, so you do this mix. You put out this mixtape. So the Sauce Latin Mo- Kings were laughing. Remember there was Beach Street? There was all those fucking stores. Yes. They all shut down now. Yeah, but back then, my tape was the only fucking, I was the only dickhead DJ with this beef song. So Fat Joe, I think, went to some shit in uh in Fulton, one of the mixtape spots. They're like, yo, this motherfucker, I don't know who's this who kid guy, but he got a song where I think Jay's camp is dissing pun. And then Fat Joe was like, what? And then the combination of Fat Joe going pun, to B right, Street, right. B Street nigga fucked me up. What's his name? Uh, DJ, I forgot his name, man. Damn. He, he, he was like the main DJ in B Street back then. Oh, I wasn't into the DJ culture. Well, he fucking was like, yo, this who kid shit is selling like crazy. It's out of here. So I was like, so Fat Joe was like, what? So he calls Pun. Meanwhile, Pun Do is, you know all of this is going on? I didn't know all this shit was going on. So you don't know none. You don't know you got a fucking I'm bounty. You got chilling. a fucking Puerto Rican bounty <laughs> on your chilling. fucking head. That meanwhile, pun bounty. Meanwhile, I'm a bum. I got the the Honda Accord with the lights that go up and shit. I'm just chilling. I wasn't even. You like, got the hottest selling mixtape. <laughs> you got the hottest beef. I wasn't even. And you don't even know you're fucking ground zero with a target on your chest. So this nigga pun calls me, and then uh, I'm thinking it's the promoter because I didn't want the promoter to call my manager. They were, they were gonna pay me. Who's your manager at the time? Uh, this guy named Blinton. Uh, but I didn't want Blinton to know that I'm about to get a G. I was shiesty getting, nigga, I was man. Like three, four Yo, you such a shiesty I'm nigga, a dirty man. Haitian, man. Like, Yo, you such a nigga. shiesty motherfucker. Thousand dollars? I was like, what? You know, back then, that's like 10 Gs, yeah, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I felt like Tiesto or something, man. <laughs> so fucking, this is, I told, don't call my manager and I'm going to come meet you. So when I went to ha- when I went to Harlem, I said, meet me at Apollo. Give me the money and then you know, I'll sign whatever contract and I'll DJ for you. But it was supposed to be with Flex. Right. So I get out there. I believe the whole story. But the motherfucker, I get to the, you know, there was no cell phones back then. So I jumped out the car. I didn't see the motherfucker. So I went to the payphone by Apollo, dialed the number again. Pump picks up now again. And I is hear he breath- all this breathing he, shit. Breathing, right? Yo, uh, I, I'm not there yet. You know what I mean? I'm like, motherfucker, you better hurry the fuck up and get over here. Are you so talking I'm, to him like that? Yo, I'm cursing the fuck out of this So you throwing fucking oil, yo, gasoline on the flames. Pun is like, who, who is this nigga, man? <laughs> Round everybody up. We're going to get this nigga, man. So you waiting out there for how long? I waited for like another 30 minutes. And then uh, Pun just uh, finished. He was doing uh, Band for TV video. Okay. So some dickhead, I don't know who. This is before I DJ for Nori. Nori's like, yeah, no, I was there, man. Some nigga put it in a boombox, and he started playing this shit. And Pun was like, yo, once my video is over, I'm going to get this who kid guy. They thought it was Clue because... They, they they didn't know who the fuck who kid was. Right, and clue who kid, you know, question <laughs> all that just connected. Because right. they were like, if they didn't see me Saturday, they were gonna kidnap Clue on Monday. Damn, right after he does his Hot Night Seven right. show. Right. So Clue called me was like, well, fuck, stop putting these shits out. But my dumbass, Nas, everybody, you know, Band for TV, everybody was there listening to this shit. So he leaves with mad motherfuckers to come see me. He think I'm some crazy gangster with Uzis or whatever. I just cursed him out. Like, you better the fuck up bringing my money. You got me out here in Harlem. So I'm talking like I'm tough. I'm the biggest pussy that there is. <laughs> so motherfucker, I see a Puerto Rican kid in the Benz come out of nowhere. So I was like, oh, shit, time to get this paper. So I told my boys in the car, they just came for weed. My boy had a gun, too. But it was lightweight, right? We didn't 22. Think, yeah, yeah. It was 22, pat, yeah, pat. Like two, two, two Derringer. Shit. Yeah, like no bullets. BB gun or something. <laughs> so he was like just chilling. Like, I didn't even think it would even go that far. Right. I just brought him anyway because I don't trust Harlem niggas. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm As you here. should not nah, trust, trust Harlem niggas. You know, Queens is. You know, Brooklyn niggas don't trust Harlem niggas either. Uh-huh. But Queens niggas don't shit. trust Brooklyn niggas don't either. Trust none of that shit. <laughs> so the Puerto Rican niggas was like, yo, follow me. We're going to go meet uh, Flex right now. 
And then he's like, yo, it was like a, a what a fucking circular project joints where it is only one way in and one right, way right. out. It's like a really like. So you're getting lured into this fucking. Yo, it was all mapped out, planned. Pun goes in, uh, his boy goes to the right and I had to park to the left. So when I parked to the left, there was a, a van in the middle with hooked up rims. You could tell there was a flat screen in there. I was like, whoo, Flex is in there. I'm about to get this paper. got me Flex too, man. Get out of here, man. So I'm over here getting amped up, going crazy. My boy's like, they're happy because I'm going to buy the weed and shit. So I told him to chill. Let me go see Flex. So the the, the Spanish kid comes out. How ironic. He's like, whoo, kid, what up? Ah. So I'm looking to the left, and I see another Puerto Rican sitting on the bench. I'm like, "Uh, whatever. So I keep walking, and I see another Puerto Rican like, on the far side, a lot like, of Puerto Ricans around here. Flex, Flex, we having mad Spanish <laughs> niggas with him, yo. Why Flex got so much Spanish niggas in the car? They ain't got in the car with Spanish. So I was like, yo, this nigga's Boricua or something, man. So the side door <laughs> and opens. And Funk's the Flex here. Yo, sir, the door starts sliding and shit. So then I'm looking, there's like a silhouette in there, a big motherfucker. I was like, damn, you got a big cap in there or something, man? <laughs> <laughs> I Flex with big cap. So I get closer and closer. Yo, once I saw a pun, the mixtape came up in my head. I was like, I know that nigga. Get the fuck out of here. So I, I try to act like, well, maybe this ain't about the mixtape. Maybe they really want me to see <laughs> And isn't this your life. instincts telling you, nigga, get the fuck out of there? I couldn't because because uh, the way they set it up, the, the, the van was in the middle. Both cars, one to the right, one to the left. Right. My car was parked so far to the left that the van blocked the vision of my niggas in the car. Right. So- when I was when I was directly in front of the door when they slid it open and I saw it was pun, I tried to give I said, Yo, what up? I tried to give him a pound, but I don't even know how he got them hands behind his head. You know, he looked like a fucking like a dinosaur or right. something, man. You know, like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Like, little little arms yeah, and you know, shit. His arm went behind his head like <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, so I yo. knew once I saw he did that, I knew it was for the big state. Right. So meanwhile, I'm over here trying to back up. So my friends can see me, but the way I would have to back up, I would have to back up so far. Some yards. Like really far so they could see me because that's how big that van was. But when I was backing up, my hands went down, and that's when they thought that I'm this gangster guy. Just holding like, I don't some give shit. a fuck. So right. once I, my hands went down, yo, Pun had a Uzi. His boy, yo, I closed my eyes. When they I pulled out my, Uzis. Pun had a Uzi. Right. So, or whatever it was. It looked like a Uzi. I'm not, I seen fucking Commando, motherfucker. I that shit Commando. was a Uzi. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to question, yo. Is that a Uzi? I'm not going to say that. You saw Commando. <laughs> yeah, that's classic. <laughs> nigga. So, 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 so what happened? You... I closed my eyes, and then when I opened them, I was in the van. That's how fast I Hold got Hold up, they, they moved you in? Nigga, they grabbed me and threw me in the van. That's how fast so I got So you're in the van right now? I'm in the van Are on my niggas knees. Are them smacking you up? Nah, they just had me on my knees. You're on your knees in the van. Yeah, because, you know, you can't stand up in the van. Right. Because it was one of them, like, hooked up, like, I don't know, those MTV whatever. Cribs, you, cribs vans. When you remake your van and you get rid of the seats oh, yeah, and pit, all that. Oh, yeah, pit my, pit yeah. my, pit <laughs> my, my ride bullshit, right, right. man. So I'm in there, like. And what are you, you're dead? You're like, in your I'm mind? Like, I'm like, I'm going to, I was like, I'm going to die for a mixtape, man. What the fuck is this? So I'm on, I'm on my knees. And then, are you are you singing, man? Like, nah, I don't do this. I'm sorry, I'm nah, I was like, yo, what the fuck is going on? I was like, yo, what's going on? I play dumb. I was like, what's going on here, right? And then fucking uh, pun is like, you know, talking to me about, yeah, you got some tape out there. He's breathing you know, hard blah, blah, too, blah, right? Blah. Yeah, he's like, I don't, yo, he, all I remember, he's like, you got some tape out there, blah blah blah. But I want you to sit here. We're gonna have a little chat. I'm like, oh. where the fuck I'm gonna go? You know right. what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, I'll talk to you. But when I was getting up, because I was on my knees and I had my jacket. The tape fell out because oh. I, always, I always have the tape on me. I'm always on some promo shit. I give my shit. It's a it's CD. A, it's a big ass CD. No, it's a tape. It's a tape. So mm-hmm. the tape fall, the tape break a beat. Like you know, when the tape fall opens, the tape pops out. 
So the Spanish, one of the Spanish niggas, like, God, they love boy, God, 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 like screaming. I'm like, whoa, I'm gonna die. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna die for fucking tape, man. Fuck out of here, man. And then fucking post, post I think he yelled at his boy. Shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, then he shut the door, bam. And then, and, and then I, I sat next to Pun, and I finally sat next to Pun, and Pun was like, you know, obviously you don't understand what's going on, right. because I already see, like, judging, like, your car, and you look like, you know, you just hustling, trying to get your shit popping. Like, he read, uh, he scoped the whole shit out. Yeah, he already knew, like, he already knew. First of all, he already saw I wasn't clue. Right. So he already thought, he already knew I was some just some young nigga trying to just get money and don't give a fuck about what's on the tape. Because the tape, it was all beef. Right. Because everything was versus versus. But the fucked up shit is, I, like I said before, I couldn't find a photo of Pun. The only photo I had that I found was Pun laying on a fucking couch, like, like he's eating like candy or something. Or he's eating like an ice cream or some shit. That's the you know I had Nas fucking photo, right? Versus like so you had a nigga. fucked up picture of pun. Yeah, it was a fucked up photo right. on the cover. So there was a combination of that. And, but the fact that it went deeper, where the Latin Kings was laughing at him because he wasn't responding. Uh, or, he's like, yo, how are you gonna let Jay Z's can diss you? Because you know he was really into that gay yeah, shit. Yeah. I don't know. I'm right. just some dumb nigga DJ from Queens. Like, well, I don't know. I'm not into gangs. So, so what, what's what's Pun, what's Pun tell you? He's like, yo, man, this is like, you know, I'm a real gangster, man. Like, you know, I I'm gonna handle all this stuff on my own. I'm gonna go to the office. I'm going to Rockefeller, and I handle all this stuff. But he was like, on the next mixtape, I want you to be like, you know. FJZ, blah blah blah. He wants intro. you to say that. Yeah, and I was like, I'll say whatever. Ah, fuck nah, Jay Z, fuck Sean Carter, fuck his, fuck Gloria Carter, fuck everybody. No, I was like, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Get me the fuck out of this car, right? You shit, you shit your drawers, my nigga. I, I know, yeah, you? yeah. I did wipe my shit after it was over. <laughs> I, I know I farted. You farted. I, 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 I did. I farted. I had a, a little shit stain. A little, little more moisture in your yeah, ass. What? That, you know, my cap underwear was finished. There. Man. But uh, uh, we talked for like another 30 minutes of why he went to 30 do. minutes? Yo, we were in that car forever. Man. Now, now, as he's talking to you, are you guys developing a relationship or? I didn't give a fuck. I just want to get out of there. I let him talk whatever you want to talk. He's like, yeah, you know, maybe one day you'll do my mixtape. Get you know, the fuck out of here. All that shit. Because right. he saw like, I guess he understood the whole hustle of what we were doing. Right. He didn't probably don't know what the mixtape thing is about, but whatever we were doing, all that stealing. The minute he sized you up, yeah, he, he knew that knew. she was a hun- hungry Young, yeah. ignorant motherfucker. I didn't care. Right. Like, you know, like, I, not only that, but he knew that I wasn't aware. He's like, I, the way I see you, I could tell you're not aware of what you're doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? He, so, saw, he, saw, you was a, he but, saw the dumbness in but it. But he was like, now that you know, if you do this again, that means you know what you're doing. Never, never again. And, never again. Uh, you're not going to Never again, sir. Never again, sir. Those, <laughs> Latins, those, those Latins outside were going to kill you. I will never take another fucking diss tape from no sir. no Spanish niggas no more. The nigga was like, yo, yo, you're not going to see me next time. Next yeah. time, you're going to see my boys. How did you leave? Did you, so did you I, shake I, his you know, This is more funny. So yeah. I get out the car, and then uh, Pearl's like, all right, just give me like five, ten minutes. We're going to leave. None happened. I was like, yo, I don't even know you. He's like, yo, nothing happened, right? I don't even know you right now. I don't I know who you. you are. I want to get the fuck out of here. Right? <laughs> so I get the fuck out the car. And then uh, I totally forgot that he said, give him like 10 minutes to leave. Right. So I get in, I get in my car. I didn't even tell my boys because I don't want my boys. What? Nigga trying to fuck with you, son? Oh, big uh, shit. you like, like, no, no, nah, no. man. We yo, good, man. The, yo, yo, the, the show is booked. Don't my go boys. against that <laughs> army with a handgun. I, I lied to my boys. I was like, yo, everything is good. Right. We got the show. I didn't want, even want to bring it up that I got kidnapped for like an hour right. and shit. So. I, they start driving and I start driving. Then the van stopped, right? The van. Stopped, I was like, "Oh shit!" The, the the Spanish kid jumps out the the car. And, 
yo, we told you, yo, just give us five minutes. So I'm so scared, I fucking reversed. And I fucking reversed my Honda into the fucking dumpster, like fucked up my car. Right <laughs> like, oh, fucked up my car, right? right? So now they take off, and then it's like, I'm, my boy's like, you all right? I was like, nah, everything's good, man. I fucked up my car, everything's good. So then all of a sudden, like another five minutes after, like you see another like another Jeep or whatever come out, like two big SUV or Jeep. What the fuck kind of movie is this shit, man? This motherfucker had two people, just in case that my people was going to start okay. letting off, he had two cars So the shit was organized. It was the super shit was like organized. militarily organized. Super That's organized. That's why he told you, sit your ass here. Yo, it was Because like, any sudden movements. If my friends would have fucking, like I would have got, like even if I, if I had something and I shot back, my or my friends would have fucking helped me to shoot, he had two people positioned. Ready to like you'd have been chopping niggas up. You'd have been chopping me. So I would have probably caught somebody, but we all would have got shot up, and then we would have left. And then the daily news, the next thing daily news. Even the location that they chose is like some fucking project where it is like hardly nobody outside, especially that time of the day. It's like maybe all the kids are at school. Like it was like a dead project. It was like three buildings, like a circle. You know, the circle daytime. Yeah, it was in the daytime. Right. So it was like, but the fact that he had two cars ready to light us up. Right. Like I couldn't believe it. Like and then, so, in my head, I, I kept it to myself, and then I just drove home. So, so they they didn't say nothing to you afterwards. No, after that, and then uh, like I think like two weeks later, I don't know. Uh, I think uh, man, it was crazy. You were saying that you, did you, you told Chris Lighty this? No, I didn't tell Chris Lighty. I ain't, I ain't told nobody this shit. And then I, I got a phone call from uh, uh, Steve Rifkin. Uh, Steve Rifkin, you know, back then Pun had SRC uh, was sound loud yeah. SRC, right? So Pun Pun had uh the the Joe record which was doing good, and right. Jay had the good single that was doing good too. So I, somehow Steve Rifkin heard about all that shit that I did or whatever indirectly. I don't even know how he got my number, but Steve was like, "Yo, for a nigga that about... kid, everybody had knew how to get to you." Man. I was nobody. I don't know how he got my number. <laughs> He was like, yo, don't be, you know, I heard about what he wants you to do on the tape and all that. And he's supposed to, because he wanted me to meet him, like, next month in the studio. And I was going to bring, like, 30 niggas to that session. But I'm not getting kidnapped again. Right. But, but with my career going nowhere, I, w- I was about to have, like, the first major artist beef song on, your on a tape. Right. But he wanted me to come to the studio and link up and talk about it. So Steve was like, yo, I'm deading all that. because. Right. That shit ain't gonna help us sell records. We need to sell records. And he could see where that shit was going. At the end of the, the shit was so hot. Yo, so and like I, I said, man, that 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 Terror Squad Rockefeller beef was so real, niggas. It's a, it's a surprising man that yo, niggas didn't get shot, man. It got even deeper where Steve Rifkin made these niggas shake hands. That's why if you see the double XL when you see the fake handshake is is Pun and Jay, they fucking they did it so symbolically so they could sell records right because the beef ain't gonna help right yeah like the number one fucking r&b shit in the country the last thing they need is like some negative shit some dumb shit so that's all fucked up like my fucking dumb ass went so high up to like these dudes like it was just it was just too ridiculous and you'd be surprised like i have like thousands of stories like that how i but, indirectly just head straight to the top of the fucking but indirectly chart. that fucking helped your career like Man. you became that nigga like you was like that fearless i knew i knew it was fucked up when I got kidnapped, right. but also the power of like the tapes, because we were using Africans, Italians, Chinese to fucking bootleg the shit. There was no internet. There was no like you know that that was the internet. That was the internet. Like when a mixtape came out, Yo, everybody knew. But it's like you know we were in we were in competition with like you know DJ Clue, right. uh, K Slay, and their part was like two maybe two other DJs. You know Envy, but it's like Clue dropped, then Envy dropped, then I dropped. So it was, it was like a. That's why it came to a point where who dropped first. Right. But Clue ran that shit. If I was making 
23Gs. What the fuck was Clue making? Yeah. I can, he must yeah. have been making like a Clue, buck. Now, you heard Clue was making easy over like 150000 There's no way. He, he had to, yo, because I was making like 30, 40Gs. 40, 40, and that's when, that's if I dropped two tapes. Right. You know now, now, you also had beef with, with K-Slay. Yeah, that, that was the funniest beef ever. Like, What was the beef about? Because of that, that shit with fucking Irv Gotti. I, I put the Raekwon shit in the intro uh, of my Same tape. Same shit. Yeah, MV's boy. Nigga, how the, hold up. I'm, I'm going to let you tell the story. <laughs> but how the fuck are you still breathing? Like, how did a I nigga not know, buck son. 50 you? Like, how did no, a nigga man, not teach you a lesson? I have no idea, man. I, Your I, mom's I, knows voodoo. I probably <laughs> got I probably got some Haitian some Haitian spirit or yeah. some fucking the Haitian, you got a Haitian bottle under your bed, nigga. Saint fucking I don't know Saint Mary or something <laughs> watching over me, but I've been through a lot of bullshit. So, I'm, so, I'm really so, shocked. So I'm so so up. Kaysley, Kaysley was the funniest indirect beef ever, man. It's like I really finally started going to Japan. I had a I had a gig in Japan. My first show was at this club called Heaven. It's not there no more. It right. Shut down. But that was my first overseas. Rapungi, Tokyo? Uh, No, it was in Yokohama. Yokohama, all right. So it was my first show. Finally, I'm really going overseas. I don't have to lie no more. So I'm selling Mad Mixtapes going hard. But me and K-Slade, we we weren't, like, competitive. But it's like, you know, we're out there. Motherfuckers going in, you know. So I didn't know that. Obviously, I was a little bit more popular than him at that time. I didn't know that the Raekwon skit was on K-Slade shit. So... Fucking DJ Envy's uh, partner, fucking uh, Splash, gave me that skit. Like he would give me like a mad songs, and I would choose. I would choose whatever I want to put on the. So you didn't know was, you were taking. Pro- I didn't know property I just, from. I didn't even know. It was K Slay's property. It was K. Splash took it from K Slay's tape, right. and I didn't know. Grimy so, niggas, man. So you know, back then nobody gave a fuck because right. I was a little more popular. I had more reach or whatever, maybe. And then Slade was like, yo, that's, you know, that's like a big no-no. You don't take. That's violation. You don't take other niggas' exclusives. That's why we used to put our drops all over the right. shit. So nobody could steal our shit. If you take my shit, you look like an asshole. So, but the skit, there was nothing on the skit. It's just Raekwon cursing the fuck out of Irv Gotti. Right. So I was like, I'm taking this shit. And I had an Irv Gotti exclusive or whatever. So I had a uh, Raekwon exclusive. So I played it like after. So K-State went crazy. So K-State tried to call me. But, you know, I don't know what phone system I had back then. I don't know if it was AT&T. I went to Japan. This guy was calling me like, why the fuck you got my, 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 my shit or whatever. But he called you while you was in Japan. He called me while I was in Japan trying to find me, but he thinks I'm ignoring him. Like, right. fuck you, nigga. You right. know what I'm saying? So while I'm gone, I was gone for like maybe like a week and a half because, you know, my wife's Japanese, so I was out there with the family. I chilled a little bit too after I DJed. So when I come back, Okonomiyaki, you eating some what? of that Okonomiyaki yo, this guy shit. K. Slade was killing my yo. He did a he did a rap. He, yo, oh, he's he's putting time in. Why he went to the studio? Because you know I used to have my my wife in the car, right? Picking up the money. You know I me. Mean? I was a pimp. My wife went out. That's before we even got. You know she's a go out get the money from all the Africans. Come back, and then I didn't give a fuck. Lamborghini, Ferrari. Everybody knew. Oh, here comes Hookie with the Chinese bitch. You know, make sure the money's ready. <laughs> but this motherfucker, I used to see K State all the time with my wife. Right. Yeah, this my, you know, but then he did a rap song dissing my wife, dissing me. What did he say? Song. What did he say, man? Uh, teeny weeny, teeny weeny. I, I don't remember. Some dumb, the, some dumb. It's elementary. online. It's right. funny as fuck, right? And then uh, it's funny because uh, he hasn't seen uh, my wife in like years. Uh, he finally saw my wife at Chris Lighty's funeral. Right. So I was like, yo, I was like, yo, I said, like, yo, they go K State, yo, K State was like mad, embarrassed. Yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. Man. 
But it's just so funny because so you get back to the states and you hear this shit. Yo, I'm in. The, I'm. I land and then everybody. Yo, my phone's finally coming in. How you feeling about uh, this? I was like, are you, what? Are you, are you upset or what? Oh, I went crazy. I was like, get the fuck out of here. This guy just dissed the shit out of me, and I don't even know what the fuck is going on. So I call fucking like Harlem niggas, like Cameron, all them that fuck with Slay. I ain't tell Cameron that I want like joints and stuff like that. I just say, yo, let me get some shit. And then some of them sound like diss records or whatever. So you recruited I threw Harlem it back niggas. at Casey with the artist he fuck with. Okay, so they crazy. Okay, so it was to a point where he wanted to meet me in the So streets. he couldn't kill you. You just fucking embarrassed him. Nah, he wasn't embarrassed. He wanted to meet me in the streets to right. beat me up. So I he's a big be- nigga. Yeah, he's a big motherfucker. So I fucking finally meet. Can, can yo, you fight, man? Who slay? You? Nah, I'm pussy. I can't. You fight, never had man. a fight, man. Nah, I never had a fight. I was had niggas beating niggas up. Nice. Okay. Yeah, stomping and all that. Nah, okay. I'm one of them queens, man. Right, right. Thirty niggas, you out of here. Yeah. So the, the shit that's crazy, I. I had to get my money from the store uh, on Lennox and uh, Lennox and 125th. So I had to get it. And Slade knew that I had to pick up my money that day. It was, man, it was like probably like 800 or 700. I had to pick it up. So Slade knew I had to come pick it up that day. So Slade is posting the whole day waiting for me to come. So I'm, I'm coming out with my polo. I just bought this polo shirt and shit. Like, you know, the <laughs> expensive shit, too. I was like. I was looking around, and I was like, yo, let me get this money real quick. So the African nigga was like, yo, I think K-State came here looking for you. I was like, what? Uh, give me that money, man. <laughs> so the fuck up, get out of here, man. Give me the money, man. So he gives me the money, and right when he gives me the money, and I have my boy with me, too. Uh, Slade comes out of nowhere with his boy. So now, <laughs> and Slade like beef, too. Yo, Slade's like, yo, man, you know, because you smack your favorite DJ, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, he hated Envy. He hated, like, Splash. Like, he used to kill him all the time, but my shit was so indirect and funny that he was like, yo, man, we're going to do one-on-one right now, right here in the out. streets. Yeah, well, gonna do this I was right like, now. what? You serious? I was like, yeah, we're going to fight right now. I was like, yo. Are, now, was like, and are you like, thinking you're going to fight this nigga, man, yo, with I'm, 800 in your I'm, pocket? I'm talking logically. I was like, yo, man, I just got this fucking shirt, man. <laughs> Don't oh, scuff my yo, shirt. Sweat, yo, this is in case like, you can ask Casey, like, he'll tell you. He was like, yo, man, I don't got time for fucking jokes, man. <laughs> Don't fuck you up, man. <laughs> I was like, yo, man, I just got this shit. Yo, I got a haircut. I don't got time for this <laughs> shit, man. So my boy, my boy, he put his, my boy had no gun or nothing. He had his hand in his pocket. He knew what was going on. Yeah, he already been. I told him, I said, yo, we might have situations. So he home. fronted, he put his hand so in his pocket. he put his hand in his pocket. And then Slade boy had his hand in his pocket, too. So it was like a Mexican fake standoff. standoff. Right. I, don't, I, I don't know if it was a fake standoff. But you knew on your side. I didn't have no gun on my side. I don't, I'm not testing Slade's side to right. see if he had a gun. So it's to a point where. I just talked my way out of the beef, man. It was like, yo, man, nigga, my nigga, we got these ill outfits on. Yeah, well, what, what did he have on? Did he have one of them nasty furs on? He had some on? fucking MCM, whatever he be having on. Oh, no, Pelly, Some $10,000 <laughs> fucking suits or whatever. But I was like, yo, my nigga, you just got, look, look what you got on, man. We don't need to be fighting right now. You know, my face and all that. I don't got time for this shit. Yo. <laughs> He was like this motherfucker, man. Like he just, he just got the car, just drove. He's he just like this. Yeah. This is not that nigga. This is, this is crazy. Yo, but I still don't understand because even niggas that's not that niggas, they getting smacked. I'm How never... are you not getting smacked? How did K Slay not smack you? I, oh man, he just. I guess I yo all that explaining, all that shit. I don't know. It was, it, 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 I was like, I had to fucking figure it out real quick because i was like yo we're gonna fight for something that's so indirect right obviously i didn't even know what the fuck was going right, on right. but he he's thought i disrespected him because yeah. i didn't call back that's crazy fuck, you guys talk casely all the time right you know what i'm saying like he called me now me and him is like the best of friends like he, we look back at that i'm like yo what if we did fight what if you know my man had a burner and shoot you or shoot like that's why i hate this hip-hop shit because 
there's so many like dumb, ignorant situations where somebody could die for it. And some people die for real. And that's crazy. Like me, I deaded every beef that could possibly come my way. And, and then you join G Unit. And then you join G Unit. And that's where the real beef start coming yo, in. <laughs> listen, man, let's let's go to a music break, man. You tune into the Combat Jack Show, Jesus. the Combat Jack Show dot com. Our special guest, Who Kid. <laughs> Hey man, it's your homeboy, the grown ass man, Scarface, aka Face Mob in the building, aka Mr. Don't Give a Fuck About Nothing, aka Please Don't Use This Shit on the Radio, all your show, on the Combat Jack Show. Fuck the whole wide world. Word. <laughs> Internet, you tune into the Combat Jack Show, the Combat Jack Show How you doing, Pete? Man, I'm doing great, man. Yeah, I didn't want this episode to be this long, man. I got used to like these short, compact. Well, I episodes. mean, listen, our most recent episode was the shortest one we probably had in a while. Yeah, that shit was an hour, but fucking was it? Y'all ready to read Mims? We, no, we had um Lil uh, Boosie. We had Lil Boosie on it. Oh, that's on, the nigga, right? The Boosie there. gave Legend. us a great, yeah. yeah. And, but your shit is so. Pff. This guy got stories for days. Yo, B, you you avoid all this all this beef. Mm. You avoid getting smacked. You avoid getting shot. <laughs> right, <laughs> stab, cut the fuck up, whatever, and then G unit, yeah, like man, the most man, beefiest oh, fucking drama, like King confrontation dot com, confrontation dot com, <laughs> man. And I understand it was an unfortunate incident involving DJ Giz, mm. who I used to actually represent when they had well, that attack. Crazy. <laughs> at, 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 I, I actually. That is crazy. Was on the team that, <laughs> that that was part of the lawsuit afterwards. Oh, that's crazy. Because he had his lung puncture. Yeah. But this is when 50 was on the come up. Mm. Um, guess whose back was out, right? Yeah, he was out. Uh, yeah, he had that out. And and, then... and they got attacked <laughs> at the <laughs> hit factory mm-hmm. with, with fucking. Um, he actually got stabbed. I think 50 got stabbed. 50 got a hand. little nick, nick in his shoulder. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I remember all the police reports in the whole nine. 50 got a nick in the shoulder. Wow. Giss got stabbed in the lungs. Yeah, he got the worst yeah. out of everything. And so he was out of here. So he was so fifties so DJ is out of commission. <laughs> what happens next? Uh, you know the shooting. You know, fifty gets shot the fuck up. Right. And, and you you have no relation to this shit at all. No, I have no relation. Except for the fact that your cousin is Sean Money. That's it. Right. Because uh, you know, after you know, fifty got shot up and he started getting well. Uh, and I'm so, let me interrupt you for a second. Mm-hmm. Is Sean Money talking to you about any of this shit at all or no? Nah, he didn't even tell me. He didn't warn me or nothing. And you He's knew Sean. fucking cousin. You knew Sean. You, you didn't even know Sean was down with, with 50? It was kind of odd that he. I just couldn't understand how he was the manager because he was so young. Right. Like, Sean was like the kid that hung out with the old niggas. Like, so he was wild. I'm old. Right. Like, and he was like 13, 14 hanging with me. You know what I'm saying? So, so he was a wise dude. Yeah, he was super wise. And, you know, he was doing production back then. So I guess. 57 respected his production value, you know what I'm saying? But uh, after the shooting, 50 was like, fuck that. We don't trust nobody, you know? Like, we ain't, we ain't doing no interviews, no DJ auditions. Just who's out there could we get to be? And he has to be related to one of us, or he has to be, like, you know. So uh, officially trusted. Yeah, it got to be, like, organically trusted. Like, we don't got time for this shit. So uh, Shaw was like, yo, my cousin's a mixtape DJ. All right, he's hired. Get him over here. I was like, what? So you heard. So my, my cousin called me. He was like, yo, you got to come to the mansion because he was living in Long Island. And then I didn't even know what I was going to the mansion for. I get to the mansion, and then I finally see 50 Banks, 
and Tony Ayo for the first time. And then here we go again. Was Fifty the, banged out? Was he was he still banged out like with the with the with the gunshots, or was he on the mend? Um, I, I thought I was gonna put my head down because you know I already got shot in his in his face. face. So you want to see his teeth and his? Yeah, I was like, you know, I was like, damn, I gotta go meet this scary guy, or whatever. Right. So when I get there, you know, it just looked like a dimple. I was like, right. what the fuck is this? Like. This guy's a lucky look motherfucker. Right. Yeah, yeah, he looked like nothing happened. He, right. he was slim because, you know, he lost all the weight. And you kind of knew indirectly him before when he was like 300 pounds. I knew when he was 300 pounds. Like I said, my block was like very hip-hopped out. Right. You know, like Tupac was on my block. 50 was What's boo-boo. Tupac doing on your block? He was getting beats from Tall Stretch. Remember okay. uh, Live Squad? He yeah. got killed too. Yeah, got, got so imagine you're, you're, you know, a Haitian kid mowing the lawn and you see like, you know, <laughs> Tupac from... Dig, what was that? Uh, he was a, he was dressing uh, digital weird. underground. Yeah, he was a digital. He was dressing like leather, weird and leather shit. Leather pants and koofy. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't meet the the gangster. Right. You know, you knew the. the, two, the, I, had the, the I get a you knew before the <laughs> I get around. And then you know, and then tall stretch. You know, Nas. Everybody used to come there. That's so all. It's like you see Biggie. So imagine you come out. You see they all playing like dice. They they getting forty ounces and shit. It was just too. too and you're like the kid up. in the fucking Goodfellas, fucking. Sweeping the bar and shit. Yeah, with my Haitian father Henry. with the curfew. <laughs> yeah, Henry. Nigga, I was watering the lawn to make so I could go outside. <laughs> I, will, I was watering the lawn like 10 times a day. I was so, like, yo. So yeah. they get you to the mansion. Yeah, I get to the mansion, and here we go again. Same fucking feelings again. You know, Banks would look like he wanted to kill me. Yale wanted to rob me, too. I don't know what this pussy thing about me, man. Like Banks didn't like me. you. and Banks and, automatically didn't like me. Because Banks, remember, Banks just got introduced to rapping, too, at that time. He used right. to rap, but 50 made him rap. Right. 50 built him, made him into in a rapper. In that fucking basement. Like, right. Shaman's basement, it was like, everybody was just intro And Yale everything. wasn't fucking with you? Yale wanted to kill me. Like, Yale was like, who the You didn't say, oh, I said, like my say. Yale was like the fakest Haitian out there, man. He don't speak no Creole, yeah. man. <laughs> His parents are Haitian, but he's like them lost American Haitians right, right. that just don't. Wow. He's, okay. You know, he was a drug dealer. Right. He was like, you know. So you getting vibes from these niggas, and you're like, hey, Yeah, man. they didn't like me at all. Fifth was the only one that was cool, because. Fifth pulled me to the side. He was like, yo, man, this is the first time I'm going to ask you. Uh, if somebody comes at me with like with guns, like they, they, they look like they're going to rob us or shoot at us. And it's the first time you're talking to him. Yeah, this is the first thing he asked me. Before I even got into the DJ shit, he was like, yo, so what are you going to do? I was like, yo, I'm out of here. I'm running. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm not catching like, the slug. You're hired. <laughs> Why did he hire you, though? Because he, he liked the reality of it. He didn't want, like, everybody around him was like, you know, everybody wanted to be down with him or they couldn't believe his story. You know, the Get Rich or Die Trying phenomenon is like, you know, all these street niggas and all these niggas that are into the streets, they, they just talk shit. It's like, you, it's like you're hanging with Scarface and you want to be down with him. You gotta tell him anything he wants to hear. Right. Yo, I'll fucking, he, he didn't want to hear, like, yo, I'm gonna shoot niggas for you or I'll, I'll jump and. He's tired of the yes man. Yeah, like, and then I told him. Not saying they're yes man, but he's tired of that shit. He's just evaluating his circumstances, like, if it does happen. Because at that time, people really were trying to kill him. Yes. So, once I told him that, he was like, you're hired. Because then I can understand, like, if if it does happen, either I I can move differently because I know you're going to run. Right. So, he was like, you're hired. You know what I'm saying? And then everybody else played their position. He had the shooter. He had this guy, the protector. Now he understands, like, you know, his DJ's pussy, but he understands, like, <laughs> the whole scenario is in place. He knows everybody's role. Yeah, and then I went to the next room. They were like, yo, here's a vest, blah, blah, blah. They're shit. giving you a vest? Vest, like, I got vests. What are you saying to yourself? Like, what the fuck, what am, fuck I am I getting, getting into? Then the first thing he said, then, the, the, then lastly, he was like, yo, we're going to do a mixtape. Uh, Shout, because I already said drops to Shah. Right. 
I never did the first mixtape because Shy put it all together, but I had to send my Who Kid drops and, and my vocal drops. So then they put it together. I started coming in when the second, third, I started putting them together, DJing or whatever. And then, uh, so was, this is this is preparing for the yeah. The we guess didn't even who's know. back? This is the guess who's back. This, this is not. This is not. Guess who's back? He been had it. Okay, so he got shot the fuck up. But when he did uh, Fifty Cent's The Future, uh, I wasn't like you know. I was just the DJ. I right. was just put there. Yo, you're the DJ. That's it. Um, then I brought into the factor of the replay machine, right? Because he's a gangster rapper. You know, the replay got the guns. So what I did, I went and got the movie Heat. Shamani had a copy of Heat. So. I was like, I don't want to use the guns on this machine. I'm just going to take all the real-life gun sounds off of this movie. Come on, Heat. heat. Robert De Niro had every Uzi, every gun. So it's so crazy how shit comes full circle. What you picked up from Juvenile's uncle is now giving you so much value. And I fucked it up because I I got two replays. Ah. So it looked like I'm DJing with two decks. But I have two machines. It was expensive. It was 6Gs. The the replays are 3Gs apiece. But 50 had so much fucking music that it covered every button on both joints. So I would have the gunshots available. I would have all this shit going on. And then it would look like a movie. And then when you combine it with like a real like million dollar set, it's like, yo, I don't even need the DJ. Right. You know, all I got to do. But it, everybody thought it was easy because, you know, it looks like I'm pressing buttons. But right. I'm watching Fifth and all this craziness. But wearing a vest, I but, mean. But are you not. Ask nigga, don't you have enough? I sense? thought it was part of in the beginning. I was always ignorant to the beef and all. You thought that. it was gimmick. I thought it was part of the gimmick until NWA? we started touring. Right when we start going to Connecticut and and you know down south and then we go, we did every grind. We did like we. He was like, "Yo, tell your wife, fuck her. We're going on three hundred city tour." Right, like, and this is before clubs. Fifty is big. Yeah, he had Wangster. He had like some shit out there. But this is all street shit. Street shit. So this is like. We I don't had, ever ask, beef. you know, I don't want to <laughs> ask, how much were you getting paid at the time, roughly? Oh, I was getting like, pff, like 500 or some shit like that. 500 a show? 500 a show. I mean, okay. it, it looked which like. Is, which is nah, decent. It, it looked like a lot because we had 300 shows. Right. So 500 times 300, I was like, holy shit. And then, you know. How much is that? 150,000. 500 times. Sounds about right. 150,000. And that's like. Uh, not coming home for a long. like I didn't see, I mean that's that's the beginning and I started getting like you know is your wife beefing you because beefing with you because it's still nah because I was away my first child I, I'm just lucky I was there when my kids was born right but then I was out I was right. never there during the you know the shit in the pampers right, and right, all that. I, was, right, right. I was thank God you know, <laughs> I would get the phone calls late at night hey, baby's crying I was like well I'm, I'm, I'm sending with, some cash with a gangster motherfucker right. like bye so, <laughs> so you I'm go on, talking, on, I'm you go on tour and that's when you realize it's real. I started figuring out what we were like politically in certain spots like Miami or Atlanta or like Connecticut where the the gang, like anybody that's into like the gangster world where stories would link. And then I was starting to put two and two together, whether it's Haitian Jack in L.A. or Jimmy Henchman in Miami. Mm. Like All these things started putting together because I was always like, I never give a fuck. I'm the nigga that had, you know, Star Wars on the bus and I fuck bitches here and there. I never really gave a fuck about the shit until it all started coming together where, you know, shootings would go down and the what was parties. the what was the first shooting, man? First shooting probably was in uh Oh, damn. There was one in like somewhere in North Carolina where there was a dead body, like the dude got killed. It had nothing to do with us, but the dude got killed and we still performed. Because the club was super packed and they were not trying to hear He got shot in the club. 
he got shot in the back, and then they had like he was dead. They were just waiting for the fucking ambulance coroner or whatever right. to come get them. No ambulance, right? They had the tape around it. The cops were there, but it's just like the promoter was like, "Yo, if we cancel this shit, it's a riot, super riot, it's a super riot." So we had more, either more dead people, right. or whatever. So we still performed, and we left. But you go through the back, you see the dead nigga. Well, still the show's over, and the nigga's still there. No, I, we didn't go out through the back right. end. Police fucked it up. But when we first went in, we saw like where they shot the dude. Oh, you're coming in with the yeah, fuck. like we performed. Right. Like that's why I was. That's why I laugh at Get Rich or Die Trying the movie because you know I don't know. I'm not spoiling it because I'm assuming everybody saw it. But at the end, homie was dead, and Fifty was still performing. But it's like you you see how unrealistic that looks in the movie. But we that was real. That was that's probably the realest part of the movie. Like, it wasn't connected with that movie, right. but. That was real. I've seen people like shot and right. dead or whatever. Like, but the shootings I see a lot. Like, right, and then it's to a point where. But it's still. But when do you realize that now some of the shootings are the shootings are related to y'all? It's crazy because even like all the historical beefs that these guys have been going through, I don't know why God always never puts me there. You've Whether, never been there. I've never like I don't know why I have not been. You know the little Kim shit, this this shit, the Atlanta shit, like some reason even the la shit when they fought and then dre was like what the fuck you know like they stabbed the dude with dre or whatever like i don't know why i've just never i think i've just been protected from that shit saint mary or whatever i'm talking about probably was just never they never i mean i've seen like the generic shootings right the generic shootouts you know during concerts people get fucked up but the 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 story the the, that connects the hip-hop beef with 50 i don't know why i've just never been there you've been sheltered from that shit i don't know why maybe it's because Mystically, you told Fifty from day one, "I'm down with you, but I'm not with that shit." He knows I'm not down with right. it. He knows I don't give a fuck about that shit. And then the fucked up shit is like, you know, all the rappers he has beef with were my friends prior. Right. Whether it's Nas and this guy, you know, I used to fuck with Nori, and Ja Rule was always there because Ja Rule was Nori's best friend. You know Did Fifty ever get at you personally for your friendship? No. Nah, because Fifty got a lot he... of other niggas for their relationships. No, nah, that's one thing he's never he's never questioned me on. Like people I hang with, because I know the lines. I know like, you know, the type of relationships I will have with certain people. Because I understand. Because me being knowing him, of course, I know where, uh, how deep the beef is or how bullshit the beef is. So I can understand how to move around, even with the game and all these guys. Like I understand the levels of the beef. Right. So you know, it's just like you know, you just gotta know how to maneuver through all that shit and just stay the fuck away because. He's a grown ass dude. Like, you bought the game. The yeah, G-Unit. I found the game. Like you know, like this is so random. It just came out of nowhere. You know, Dre had me. Doctor Dre had me come to check out three other artists. I thought they were horrible, and the game was in the other room, just chilling, just playing his shit. And I and I and I saw him. I was like, Yo, who the fuck are you? He's like, Yo, I'm the game. You know. And then uh, you know, I'm I'm down with Dre. I'm signed, but I'm just you know, my project is on the wall. It's collecting dust. I was like, What? I was like, yeah, you know, I, I know Easy E, but I was like, yo, why is it you're not out there? And then he he played mad shit, and he sounded like an East Coast rapper. Maybe that's why Dre didn't want to fuck with him because right. he didn't understand his, you know, he was spitting crazy. Right. That's when he started doing them hundred bars. And yeah, so, yeah, I, yeah. so what I did is I knew he was connected with Dre, and I'm sure Fifty didn't mind me putting him on our tapes. So I would put him as a he was a hidden record at the end for like five or ten G Unit. Eventually, I did a whole G Unit radio. With the game only. Right. And then, you know, that's from, like, months of... But then the East Coast was a fan of the game. 
where the West Coast didn't know who the fuck he was. Right. Uh. And then, so when he started blowing up in the East Coast, and then now I told Fifth about him in the beginning, but, you know, he was too busy worrying about his shit. Right. But then when he blew up, uh, I think I did the Easy e record, and I did, like, some other shit. And then after that, he signed with us. And then it's just like... Yo, when, when 50 was officially down with Shady... Aftermath. We didn't think all that was gonna happen with the tapes because we did the 300 death shows and and then once we heard <laughs> the Eminem shit, right? Like we weren't planning ahead like that. We right. just wanted to just fifty like, didn't fifty didn't. Nah, he was just getting the money. He was really about getting this money. He was always confrontation dot com because right. even in the music, he would take niggas songs. Niggas was mad because the radio shows, the radio was playing his version instead of the original version. Right. Remember, L was mad at him. Yeah. Mad people because he took their singles from them. Me as a DJ, I fucked it up because he already had Wangster. He had In the Club. He had, uh, you know, he had the original PIMP. But I fucked it up. I fucking took PIMP. And our success and energy uh, got me to meet Snoop Dogg. And right. Snoop Dogg, who didn't understand the mixtape culture, was like, what the fuck is that, cuz? I ain't giving shit away, cuz. Freestyle. But the fact that I had PIMP, he couldn't say no, cause he was a pimp. He had all his pimps and shit. So and he liked the beat and the whole. He liked life. the beat. It was it was it made sense. And it was then a perfect f- record for Snoop. The freestyle, I, I you know Fifty didn't even know what I was doing. I I I sent the freestyle back to Fifty. I was like, Yo, Snoop did a freestyle on PIMP. And Fifty was like, What? I'm keeping this. <laughs> Fuck that. And then he then he made it like a remix. And then then I knew it was serious when the video was getting done mm. in L.A. I was like, Yo, I'm on the video set. It's like pussy in front of me naked porn star as long as there's pussy you know it's like, real i was like this is some real shit <laughs> right what i did fucked it up you know what i'm saying so then that made me have what do you mean it fucked it up fucked it up made it hotter it made it crazy hotter because right. he already had three four songs on the radio but now i gave a he remix snoop and then i fucked it up i got uh sean paul who right. was the biggest fucking we, we we did that sean paul record and then here comes the biggie record and the tupac record the mm. biggie record i took from tone and poke because I was doing a mixtape for Trackmasters, and they gave me mad dats. And then uh, they were like, yo, just take what you want from these dats, and then uh, we, we're going to do our mixtape. It never got done because they were so busy and rich. Uh, <laughs> I just one day was going through the dats to see what was on there because I was still doing tapes even when I was on the road with Fifth. Right. And I'm like, yo, is this a biggie? This is a biggie song on here that I've never heard. So I called mad people. I called, like, I didn't want to call like you know puff camp or whatever because right. i didn't want them to know but i was like yo well, there as much people that was knowledgeable that yo, is this- i was like I, I i repeated some of the verses i let i played it over the phone i i called envy to check it out he was like i don't know what the fuck this is like so i was like yo do i really got a fucking verse from you got from a, biggie, a biggie that nobody never heard right? of and then i didn't call track masters because i didn't think they didn't give a fuck they gave it to me right they thought I was gonna do a blend or some shit. They so, probably thought it was out. Right. So, so you told Fifth. I told Fifth, yo, I think I got a fucking acapella. Like it's it's a uh, realest niggas, and that's where Fifth and ja Rule beef was so fucking way out of hand. It was like, it was just crazy. We 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 did that shit, and then I I got my first cease and desist from like. Biggie's moms, like yeah, you had beef with Biggie's moms, <laughs> yeah, nigga. Crazy. You had beef with Biggie's moms, b. So Biggie, Biggie's mom sends cease and desist to the label, and then that's how there was so many extra records with Fifty and and old Biggie songs or whatever. But we had an original, and I knew it was fucked up 
and I don't mean fucked up like bad, but when we went to Africa and we were performing uh, realest niggas, you know what I'm saying? And then the whole Africa, like it was like 3,000 What country? What country was it? I think it was like, uh, it was our first time in Africa. It was, right. uh, we, we met Nelson Mandela. Um, it was That's in crazy. South Africa. That's crazy. So they went crazy over that shit. And then when I went back to America, you know, it, it, it continuously became like, I had so many like remixes of 50 that would get, 50 had 10 joints on the radio. Yeah, in the club. Like, there's no way Garbage.Trying was not gonna Go not to sell that 10 million or whatever. Right. But then Snoop had beef with fucking Shug and good old me, here I come. Yo, I, I'm gonna send you this Tupac shit. I, I can't get it cleared. Do what you want with this, who kid? So I'm thinking that he wants me. I thought it was some Tupac shit that's out already. So here we go again. I'm like, yo, wait a minute. And now you this put out Tupac a, shit is not out either? You put a record out with Tupac and... Yeah, but it, 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 real is killers. But right. we're from real as niggas, the real is killers. killers. It's like... So now you got beef for sure. I had to, yeah, because that's another story too. But the fact that <laughs> Biggie's moms calls Tupac's moms, I heard there's a record out there. So they... Uh, and you're in the you fucking middle. You need to stop middle. this who right. kid guy. Right. And I think he's going to do another record with your son. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. So then... We got the season this is before the song even was done. Right. So Chris Lighty's like, yo, man, I heard you fucking doing some shit over there. You better not fucking do this shit, man. I ain't got time for these lawsuits, motherfucker. Don't fuck with me, who kid? I'm like, all right, I ain't going to do it. So I called 50. I was like, yo, man, we can't you know do the this. shit we just did with Biggie? And I got a Pac joint that's not out. But, you know, Chris Lighty told me that, you know, you know, we can't put it out. Fifth was like, man, fuck that nigga. Man, uh, put that shit out, nigga. Uh, I was like, all right, man. <laughs> so, oh, I, I, yo, I'll never forget this shit. I was in the studio with Red Spider and shit. And then uh, Troy and all of them was in another studio. Troy who? Troy, fuck with, uh, what's his name, signing Lil Wayne and all of them from Harlem? Jay Mills. So Jay Mills and all of them is in the other studio. Right. So Chris Lighty just happened to just that day that he had a meeting with Troy. Uh-huh. And then he wanted to, you know, he wanted to hear Jay Mills. And meanwhile, we're in the other studio. Uh, it's me, Red Spider, and Stretch Armstrong. Right. And we're we're mixing it, blasting. Because, you know, Fifth Array gave me the approval. Right. So Chris Lighty just happened to just like, Yo, who's in the other studio over there? Oh, it's just Who Kid and, and Stretch Armstrong. I think they're doing like some Tupac shit. Uh, Chris was like, what? I, I just so, told this. I know this nigga's not in there. imagine that we're mixing. We're going crazy. Like, oh, I'm doing like the, the Michael Jackson hump and shit. And this nigga opens the door. Yo, what the fuck is going on? We were like, oh, we stopped the button and shit. Like, was like What did he tell y'all? He was like, yo, too, you what the fuck are doing? You're doing this shit. I was like, yo, we ain't doing it. We just, we just listening to <laughs> you. Lying. Mixing this you're shit. You're lying. Yo, so I'm chilling and shit. Yo, the funny thing about it is all these songs were like, that's when I was on Hot 97, and then Flex would always leave, and Flex is in the car driving home, and then when I blasted the Biggie shit, Flex is like in the car like, what the fuck is who kid doing up there? And then, and then Diddy was in his office. Listen to it because remember I told you this goes back to the beginning of the interview where I was lying like crazy. I got Diddy to host my tape, right. but in the intro he said uh, DJ Who Kid Puff Daddy collaboration. Mm. So I put that in the intro of the Biggie song. Right. So it was uh, already, it's already approved. It's already approved right. by Diddy, right. but it's a fifty Biggie song. So imagine Diddy in the office like. Yo, what the fuck is going on? And then Diddy's trying to figure out where this fucking song came from. So now you got Diddy pissed at you. I'm a Hot 97 bombing. Using flex bombs. New bombs. York is crazy right now. <laughs> yo, the four lines, yo, you, you're the red, like, there's, there's like 
red buttons, but then there's two green buttons. That's like an exec or that's, you're that's, in trouble. That's Obama's on. Those green Obama's buttons Obama's going off like crazy. Like, <laughs> Angie Martinez, enough. Everybody's like, yo, what the fuck? Who get and then I did it again with the Tupac shit. So now, The same night? No, nah, I did it like, because it was, it was like months later. But what so. are the ramifications? Nothing's happening to you? It gets worse. I put, I, I put this shit out. Now Fifth is looking crazy. I did all them songs on the radio. Now I had a party. Now Fifth is Fifth is loving you now. You don't give a fuck no more. Fifth is loving you. Yo, then all of a sudden I go to LA, and then I was like, damn, big boy shouting out some party I got to do. So I was like, damn, I don't know if it's a good look for And you know boy. LA moves a little <laughs> different Hulkin. than New York. It was like, yo, this big boy, DJ Hookin, love it. This club, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yo, I don't know if this is safe. I don't know if I should go. Because they're paying me five Gs to DJ. I was like, yo, man, damn, should I just fucking go to this shit? So I go to the club. Yo, there's no, but like, like whatever, 57th Street Gang, all, like it was all Mexicans in the club. Uh. So I had ugly niggas with me. like, But they put bad bitches in the VIP section to hang with us. Right. So my niggas is like, whoever's supposed to be protecting me is too busy like dancing, dancing with like Spanish chicks. Right. They're ugly as fuck. But these bitches, ugly niggas, but, but the they, bitches was tricked to like make them act like they were like you know that they're gonna get pussy or whatever. Right. Oh, so I'm over here. I get on, and of course the first record I play is in the club. Right, and while I'm playing in the club, my my boy is a promoter came to me. He was like, "Yo, man, shit nice in the front." Fuck. So we're gonna fucking get you out from the back. I play one record. I got paid. I play one record. I play in the club. The right. whole club stopped. Right, and looked at me, and it was like mad, like Latin, Mexican. I was like, so they looked I, at you. Why? I don't know. They just like stopped. I think Suge made the whole fucking. So he orchestrated the whole thing. The whole fucking for thing. the chicks to dance with your niggas yep. to get them niggas preoccupied. To, like they get pussy. Right. Like they get pussy, but you ugly know, niggas. That's the weak. That, that's the weakness of niggas, man. Right. It's pussy. So pussy. it's like I don't know what the fuck is going on. Right. I just wanted the DJ to get the fuck out of there. Right. Meanwhile, Fifty's at fucking the hotel with Sean Money and everybody. So, so you're so, unprotected. Unprotected, and then uh, finally, my boy's like, "Yo, we gonna get y'all from the back right now." So I'm like, "Oh shit!" So I, I grab my shit. In LA, which is a scary fucking place. Yo, son, I got grabbed my shit, ran in the car, and when I got the, the the van open, I jumped in the car, and then while I was jumping in the car, mad Spanish, like mad Mexicans, was coming around the corner. At that time, walking, no, running towards me, running towards the me. cops came because he said I'm, I called the cops too. So really, the cops came and it looked like fucking colors like yo what 3D. kind of movie is this shit man? i don't know what was going on and my boy had like the dirtiest gun like it was rusty like, shit, like shit shoot sideways that shit, yo, that shit wasn't even working he was like he's grabbing naked <laughs> he was so scared because the the mexicans was coming and then i was like yo i'm about to get stabbed the fuck up because it looked like some of them had shanks or whatever but the police came like right on time and we peeled off and then they threw all of them on the on the wall and then shook Knight had to leave and then that that was it and then when i got oh, to the nigga. when i got to the hotel I don't know who the hell got Sean Money's number, but Shrek Knight called Sean Money to talk to Fifth. So I don't know what they talked about, but... Nigga. I got out of that. Nigga. Like, yo, son. But even to this day, like, uh, you know, I, I got Shrek Knight's number now, but back then... Are you cool with, are you cool with everybody right now? Uh, yo, I, Are you cool with everybody right <laughs> I'm now? I'm cool with everybody right now, but me being a Haitian, you a Haitian, the way I did it, or whatever, 50 th- whatever 50's doing out there, he could diss whoever he wants to. Especially with the, the the Rick Ross and all that crazy, that beef went nowhere. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't know where it is at right now. Right. But I don't have time to be trying to figure it out if I'm in a club. Now right. I'm DJing every club. I'm in every city, and I don't want to be worried about oh, 
you know, Rick Ross homies is trying to beat me up because usually it's the homies. Right. It's never the it's artist. It's never the main cast. Yeah, so for it's me. It's gunplay. It's not 50, it's gunplay. It's always like some niggas or some stupid shit. You know, I don't got time for this shit. Right. You know, and I really don't give a fuck about this shit. But the way I deaded it and ended all, like, any kind of computation, any kind of, like, thought of, right. like, grabbing me or whatever, I had, uh, you know, Macazo call my show. I don't know how he got a cell phone from federal prison or whatever. Right. But he called into my show, and he was like, "Yo, if anybody touch you, you know, then they." So you got to, blessed with the zone. I got the zone like leader call shade forty five, and it was like, "Yo, anybody touch DJ Who Kid, you know, will have to answer." But that's like one of my ten red buttons out right. there. But I wanted, but 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 you being the dude that you are. Exactly. You're like, why? why how am why I? Why am I dealing with this? How thing? how do I have Zoe Zoe? Zoe glow on me right now, Nigga, man. I took that audio. I, I said the world star. I put it everywhere. <laughs> Nobody, you know, it's like, all right, you're gonna beat hook it up today, but prepare for some kind of red butt. Because I have, I have cribs. I have so much people that want to protect me because of the mixtape game, right? And I put like hundreds of artists on, thousands of motherfuckers on, like all those big artists out there. I have some kind of connection, right? You know, mixtape, indirect music, singles, whatever. But everybody has a hook kid story behind them. I don't care. Kanye West, Big Sean, everybody. That's crazy. You know Ex- what I'm except, except Jay. Jay is the only one because Clue was the only right. DJ J- that Clue was in the, did in, anything in the house. with Jay. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, so, now, now, recently though, I heard you had to duck Nas, man. Yeah, I was hiding in Nas. Well, why? Uh, well, how? 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 You <laughs> fucking? How is Nas mad at you, man? Nah, because you know the Fifty Cent beef and all that. Right. And, and I really look. I was with Nas way before Fifty right. back then because I I did the Ether shit. You know, him going at Jay. I was around when all that craziness, so. You was running with the Nas camp. Yeah, I did all that. You know what I'm saying? So, what do you mean you did the, all that? Like you. We did all the marketing promotions. And then, you know, he was in his, you know, he was down and out at that time. And Ether really jumped him back into the right. game. So I was there. I, I hooked him he, up. At, before that Ether shit, he was really out yeah. the game. He was like, yeah, he was, dead. He was dead. I, you know, I, you know, I used my connections. Like I even brought DMX when DMX was mega high. I brought DMX to meet him. Right. To do shit and all this craziness. Like I. I kind of like, you know, I always always was a Queens nigga. Like, I made sure, like, Clue had all the Philly niggas, Beanie Siegel, and all this shit, and all the Brooklyn dudes. I made sure I got really cool with every Queens artist, especially when you're doing mixtapes. Right. He was my competitor, and then I used that, oh, cool, don't give a fuck about Queens um, marketing where, you know, some subliminal shit. And then that's why the, the LLs and the Mob Deeps, all them was super cool with me because, I got exclusives from them. Right. But dealing with Nas, who's like a legend in my fucking right, you know. You had, not, you had to ride for, you had to ride. I had to, but now I became this radio show guy, and then I want Nas to do an interview, and right. I thought, yo, why is it so hard to get Nas? I, I was there, you know, we put the Ether shit out. It was me and K-Slade. We, we debuted Ether. Like, we have so many connections, and I know, I think K-Slade interviewed him too, but it's like, yo, why is it, you know, I'm doing all these incredible interviews. Why I can't interview Nas? Right. So I went and Past all the middlemen, and then I had my boy who knows Nas went to Nas. You know what I'm saying? He's like, yo, who can want to do it? He's like, nah, man, I don't know, man. I think we get set up up there, man. Uh, 50 Cent stuff, whatever. I'm right, like, right, man. Right. So, you know me, I'm just wilding on radio. I'm mad. Ugh, Nas is pussy. So I'm just joking, and then the shit went. You said Nas is pussy. Yo, the shit went haywire. On fucking satellite radio. <laughs> so that shit is not even like on Hot 97 yo, or Power 105. You said some shit that went global. Yeah, which was. African niggas is like, oh, Nas is pussy. <laughs> Hell yeah, nigga. And I'm like, damn, man. I'm just joking on radio, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it, man. I don't care no more because he ain't coming up here. Right. Fuck him, you know what I'm saying? 
But then I'm like, yo, I'm I'm really a fan of Nas. Right. Like I play unlimited Nas on my show. I do Nas sets. Nas do three hour Nas mixes and shit. And I'm like, yo, my man Slow Bucks is like, yo, we doing a show in South by Southwest. I'm I'm doing mad shows in South by Southwest. I'm with DJ Drama going crazy out there. And I said, Nas got a show. So I was like, damn man, you, you, should I should I go? You, should I go there and fix this shit? Yeah, get yeah. over with. So I'm over here. So Nas, I think, was in the bathroom or whatever. So Slow's like, you're just going there, man. Everything good. I set it up. So I you go a little nervous. You a little I nervous. Like, I was like, oh, what Nas would be fucking like? <laughs> it was written or some track because we made fun of this nigga for fucking years, be like. Right. And I know there's no way he didn't hear about it. Right. And then uh, there was like these big ass plants, like. So I went in the plant, like Ooh. to hide from the nigga. I was laughing. I was joking, but I, I still hit. I still okay. hitting the shit. Right, right. So I, you know, I always do this dumb shit. Like I stick my head like outside a door. Like, you know, even when... uh You, you throw when, some comedy on the shit, man. Yeah, like, I, I'll stick my head in, you know, everything okay in there, niggas. Like, I did that with, like, Fresh Montana. Like, Fresh ain't never gonna do nothing to me because I did his first mixtape right, and shit. Right, Like, even the game and all them, like, I got a funny game story for you, too, but the shit that's crazy is, like, I I just went in the bushes. Like, and then Nas come out, Nas like, come on, man. Get the fuck out of here, man. I'm a different nigga, man. Right, right. Come on, man. We ain't on that shit no more, man. And I was like, I was kind of shocked because he's, like, he really is that kind of guy. Like he's he does not give a fuck no more. Right. He, there's other it's things be, going be, on. Come on, man. It's Beyond that, twenty years, man. Like, yeah, come he's on. like yo, but but I was kind of shocked. Like, and then the fact that um, Boldy James, like I said, everybody fucks with me. I did Boldy James mixtape, wow. and then the interview I did with Boldy James, he was like, "Yo, I'm a I'm a Nas fucking you know Nas my idol," and then everything I've worked on in my music shit is through Nas. But this is like some indirect interview with Boldy James. He's from whatever, Michigan or whatever. Right. Now, all of a sudden, Boldy James is Nas artist. That's crazy. I was like, yo, what the fuck? And that's Boldy crazy. James comes in, I'm like, what the fuck? Through you, indirectly. I'm like, yo, I know this guy. He's like, yeah, that's my artist. I was like, okay. So we good. So, so, we, so we good. <laughs> we good. I think Boldy James probably had a lot to do right. with it also, but it's just like, you know, even when I had, uh, uh, what's the name on my show? Uh, what's the light skin nigga? What's the name? Fucking J, uh, J. Cole. J. Cole. When he was like, yeah, I don't know, man. I think, cause you know, I interviewed him. I was like, yo, I, you sound like you dissing Nas or you mad cause Nas, and then all of a sudden Nas did the remix with right, J. Cole. Right, right. But it's like, I think Nas always been listening to everything I've been doing, but there's no way he doesn't know that I don't rep him. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. It's impossible. But I just was like, I always play that dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Yo, man, you are a blessed dude, man. You are blessed. Listen, I could keep you here. We've been going on for, I'm not going to keep you here longer, man. Because this right here, I mean, we didn't even talk about the porn shit. Like, Premium P got porn questions. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Premium P got porn questions, man. Like, uh, like we got, there's so many, we're not talking about, we didn't even have to talk about the clubs and all of that. I did come in a porn star, though. You what? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. My you got a porn baby? My whole, my whole, you have my a porn baby? My whole, my you got a porn baby, man? <laughs> you have a porn baby out there? Look like fucking nah, man. <laughs> you you said you said you had a, a funny game story. Yeah, game. Yeah. What I, kind I, of individual? First of all, what kind of? And to sum it up in one sentence, man. What kind? of Fifty Cent fascinates me. Like out of all the motherfuckers throughout all the years of hip hop, and I've been in this game for a long time, like yourself. Fifty to me is the most fascinating dude mm. to me. Like you know what I'm saying? Even though right now cats might say. He's not doing it with the rap shit, but I don't even give a fuck about the rap yeah, shit. Yeah, because he's unpredictable. You know 50 is the most fascinating mm -hmm. individual in all of hip-hop, throughout all of hip-hop history, to me. Mm -hmm. What kind of individual is 50, man? He's just a cool, I mean, to me, he's just a fucking cool guy, brother, teddy bear. 
I mean, he just uh, he doesn't trust many heads. And he has a right to not trust motherfuckers. He has a right not to trust people, but once you get, like, very personal and close, uh, the hip-hop shit don't even matter sometimes. Right. But he is unpredictable. Um, But it's just unfortunate, like, people like me and, you know, like, others, you know, like, Banks and all them. Like, we know him for, like, 10, 15 years or more. You'll you'll never get that relationship because you don't know him that long. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. it's kind of hard to explain because he's like your big brother, kind of like, right? Yeah, because you know he helped with a lot of stuff in my career. You know what I'm saying? So, and then he taught me all the the values of like you know working. The work value is crazy. Like I'll do ten things at once. I'm already Haitian, but he put he really instilled that that yeah, work like, ethic in you. You know, he makes the he's such a perfectionist that he makes me think in that same way too. And I and I, I choose my own little like you know lines and, and and techniques to get it popping out there because of what I've learned from him. Right. Like, you know, my, my oldest son, my two oldest sons just came back from China. Mm-hmm. And they were talking to other teenagers out there. And they started talking about music. And this is in China. This is two months ago. No, actually, yeah, in March. Like, no, last month. Last month. Last month. And talking to the Chinese kids, and they were asking my sons who were the hot, hottest artists in, 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 in the States. And he was like, Jay-Z. And the kids did not know who Jay-Z was. <laughs> right? The kids did not know who Jay-Z was mm-hmm. in China. They knew who Eminem was. Mm-hmm. They knew who Beyonce was. Mm-hmm. And they knew who 50 was. Hell yeah. How the fuck? How to, uh, explain that. How is 50 internationally more known than Jay-Z? Because he has a real story. I mean, you know. Everybody loves the story of, like, you know, you're, you're super low. Like, you got shot the fuck up. You're supposed to be dead. You're supposed to quit. But he just came back and just the prevailed. Yeah, he's like, you know. And then his touring game, from what I understand. Yeah, we toured, like, come on, man. If it wasn't for him, me, like, getting the experience of touring everywhere all over. That's why I tour the world now, because. You're still on the jet stream of 50, in a sense. Yeah, I'm just like, you know, I I still get the 50 Cent DJ, and then, you know, me dealing with EDM and, you know, trap music and all that, like, at least he gave me, like, the doorway where at least people would know my name. And then, like I said, once you get into the situation where people start knowing who you are, the talent got to, like, match with everything. So you could continue to, like, I'm going to Prague next week, then Kazakhstan, then I got Kazakhstan. You getting Kazakhstan? That's that Maui money. You getting yeah. Kazakhstan head? Yeah, like yeah. Kazakhstan. Yeah, little horse meat out there, but yeah. Of <laughs> yeah. Yo, and then you got a, you got a Michael Jackson story, man. Yeah, I got like man, I got thousand fucking stories, man. All What's your Mac- Michael Jackson story? You met him in Bahrain, right? Yeah, I met him in Bahrain. Bahrain, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, but the thing that's I'm not cra- as traveled as you, man. <laughs> I mean, the shit that's crazy. I lost my passport in Dubai in Dubai airport, and then you know, but. I got on the plane to Bahrain. So when I landed, uh, they let you on the plane. Yeah, because you know it's just like here. Like right. once you're in the airport, right. you just show your ticket, you get yeah. on. Yeah. But I'm like looking at my my pants with my passport, and I'm like, oh shit! So I told the prince. The prince came to meet me in the airport. He's like, fucking I, prince, Pete. I told a nigga, yo. I told a nigga, yo. I think I lost my passport. And then he's like, oh shit! So he goes out. I see him like under the plane, like looking under the wheel. I'm like, motherfucker, like. <laughs> I didn't drop it outside of the fucking runway, but he's like under the plane, like the prince, in the, the plane. fucking prince. Yeah, he goes in the plane because I think his cousin's parents own the airport. So, Fuck. so <laughs> yo, the shit that's crazy is I was like, damn man, I don't think I can get in because the the customs guy told me I can't come in. I don't have. And no this is the fucking prince. 
Yeah, so the person's like, I'll call my, I'll call my um, uncle right now. He owns the airport. So all of a sudden, this <laughs> phone rings. And meanwhile, this is one in the morning in Bahrain. You know, the hours are crazy there. So then the phone rings, and all of a sudden, everybody just stands up, and then just they did their military whatever stance, and then the person's like, yo, just, just walk, just go through. I was like, what do you mean go through? Just, this just ni- go. These niggas saluting you. And just, the- he said, just go through, man. Right. Don't worry about it. I was Stop like, hesitating, nigga. all I have is a, a Bally's Jacqueline ID, B. That's <laughs> all I had in the fucking Arab country where I could have killed somebody. Right. So the, 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 the sheik was like, yo, the sheik was like, yo, I'm going to vouch for you and sign for you, but just, just go through. So right. I go through. It's like Ferraris, all kind of shit waiting for me outside. So the prince is like ODing, like speeding everywhere. So I DJed the Formula One racing shit, but then the the Shaq was speeding up my red tape to get a new passport to get the fuck out of there. If I was a regular dickhead, I would have to wait like two weeks or two right. and a half weeks, but he got it to like four or five days. Okay. So I DJed the Formula One, and then my stay at whatever hotel they had me at, it was up. So he was like, yo, you can stay at my palace. I was like, what? You're in the fucking palace now. The get, palace, what is the man. palace like, my nigga? Yo, name? it's like fucking gold everywhere, Indian slaves. I don't know what's going on, man. There's but some slaves. You seeing some real slaves, my nigga. I don't know what anybody say, but there's slaves out there. You yes. know what I'm saying? I'm not disrespecting them, but cheap labor to me is slave. Yeah. but I, I, Free labor is slaves. Yeah, cheap labor yeah. is slaves. But at the end of the day, um, I guess you, know, you getting the slave Indians pussy too, man. From, are, are you getting? Slave? I've been in India before. Are you getting slave pussy? No, I ain't getting no slave pussy. <laughs> I got some Arab pussy, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> Arab pussy was crazy. So he was like, "Yo, if you want anything? I got like vaginas here. The food is over there. Vaginas in this yeah, in this fridge. This whole section is like women. Like you can do whatever you want. Fuck. So I'm just like, all right. If you want to go to the mall, my cousin will take you. Pick any car, or whatever. So he was like, go go to the pool. Um. All the food is over there. So I go to the pool because I wanted to get, like, some drinks or whatever. And I see Michael Jackson in the pool with white shorts. He had, like, a white tee. And then he had, like, something blocking the sun. And I was like, is that Michael Jackson? Just casually. He was like, hey, what up? I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, and then the prince is so rich. Like, he don't even, the sheik don't even tell me that Michael Jackson is there. Because it's just some casual shit. He's, he, he signed them to his label. So he bought him, like, a palace next door. And then he, you know, he took him away from all the molestation trial, right. paid the lawyers off. So and then he made him a citizen of Bahrain. Wow! So he don't go back to America to get retried again. Right, right. So I'm like, yo, what the fuck? So in my head, you know, my head is spinning. Like, you know, I'm like a groupie bitch. Like, you know, like like a like a bitch from Harlem seeing fucking <laughs> Ti or right. something in the club. So I'm just like trying to hold my composure. And then and I gave him a pound, and he's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So when I gave him a pound, his hand felt like asbestos or something. It was, it's like crunchy kind of like his skin was like peeling or something. Uh, Sandpaper. It was like, I was right. like yo, yo some cr- but, but I, the first thing I told him was like, yo, man, your legs are light. You got lights. You got like, you got some light skin legs. He started laughing. I was like, because you know he was blacker than me. Right. Why are your legs light skin? Right. I thought maybe his disease was like in his hands and his face, but the fact that his legs was light skin and he had tight ass shorts. Fuck all the shits you see Wiz Khalifa and all them wearing. This motherfucker was like. Tattooed shorts. So I was like, yo, man, this is crazy. So I tried to give him his space. And then, uh, you know, the dinner. But you're the only other black dude. I'm the only other black dude at the moment. Right. So I I, I have my phone. So, I, you know, I, I text, uh, uh, what's his name, Tyson Beckford, you know, Polo, whatever, another black nigga. Yeah. He's chilling out there. He was going to wait with me as long as he could because I was stuck there. Right. So I called, I was like, yo, man, you're not going to believe this. I got Mike, I got fucking Michael Jackson over here, nigga. 
He was like, get the fuck out of here. This is before Instagram, yeah, right? This is before ah! it. So he, we didn't even think about it, right? So he so Tyson Burber, I don't know how he got a two hundred dollar cab ride to the palace. I don't know how he got there. This motherfucker came in. And then, meanwhile, I'm talking to him. Just we're just talking about like Eminem and. Do, does he know who you are now? You, you tell him who you are, like. Nah, he didn't know who I was at that time. I right. told him I was Fifty Cent's DJ. Okay. Because that's the only way I could get any kind of connection. And, and he then, knew who Fifty was. Yeah, but he knew who Fifty was. He knew who uh, uh, Eminem was. Right. Because you know Eminem had that video where he was stepping on his nose and all that. So yeah, I didn't yeah. really want to talk about Eminem right. too tough. And then I had a tape that I did with Eminem at that time. So I gave. Him, that's how he asked about Eminem because when I gave him the tape, oh, this is my new. CD, that's how you want to check it out. And then I was like, oh, shit. And then it's the Eminem host. I was like, damn, ah. man, this motherfucker going to go crazy. Right. But he was like, nah, is everything cool with Eminem? I heard he retired. He's retiring. I was like, what? Because it was kind of, he's in a fucking Saudi desert, man. And what the fuck is he asking shit. about right. fucking Eminem retiring? So I was like, nah, I don't think he's going to retire. I think he's just, you know, promotional bullshit, whatever. Right. So I was like, yo, but I got somebody I want, I want you to talk to. So I knew 50 was doing his movie in Morocco, that army movie. He was out there. Yeah. So I put, I called 50. Uh, on set, and then I think the, his cousin connected me with Fifth. I said, yo, Fifth, I got your, your long-lost brother here. You know, is, is this Curtis Jackson? I was like, yeah, I got your and then, and then I put him with Mike, and Fifth was like, what? Yo, this nigga talking. 50 was standing out? So 50's talking to Mike for like a good 10 minutes or whatever, so then Mike gave me back the phone, and then Fifth was like, fuck you, nigga. And he <laughs> cursed me out. Because he never met Mike. I, right. He didn't like the oh, fact that I was the one. you met him first. first and, then I, and then I put them together. Right. And then he was like, fuck you, nigga. Fuck out of here. He hung up on me. Right. Right? So then I was But he was like, joking, though. He was joking, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, you maybe know, he wasn't. You never know with him. Yeah, right? maybe he probably wasn't. I don't right. know. But he was pissed, though. But the, the thing is, uh, after, uh, like, another hour, so Tyson Bradford comes. So Tyson is like, yo, man, before I even introduce myself or whatever, we got a battle right now, smooth criminal. So Tyson Bradford is doing, you know, the bending and all that. Yeah. So he trying to get... Mike, the bike was like, yo, that's video. That's like some video effects, man. I can't <laughs> bend my body like that. You got to do it, man. I ain't leaving here until you do it. Yo. So you and Tyson standing yo, over. Yo, Tyson Pepper's breakdancing. I got photos of him on, like in the sand, like on his back, like, right. like doing backspins. <laughs> he's battling Michael Jackson. Then, then all of a sudden. So Michael's also dancing. Michael didn't do anything. He was laughing. <laughs> he was laughing. <laughs> like laughing and shit. And he's like pop locking. He said, I have to do it because. All my life, I wanted to battle you. Right. I don't give a fuck if you don't want to do it or not, but I'm going to do I'll, it. I'll battle you even if you don't battle. Yo, right. you can, yo, if you ever make me Tyson Bedford, he'll tell you this shit from beginning to the T, like, perfectly. Like, the thing that's crazy, the Shaq came out, and he saw us, like, while not with Mike, and he's like, yo, it's time for dinner. So all of a sudden, this bell or whatever, this alarm, boom, and then the wall opened and all this weird shit. What the fuck is going on? Yo, so Mike was like, yeah, I think I'm, you know, the, you know I'm, 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 I'm going to come right back. I'm going to chill. So the Shaq is like, yeah, he don't really hang that long. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he'll, he'll probably hang out 20, 10 minutes, but he don't really like talking to people, blah, blah, blah. Right. But the, the Shaq was like, maybe he thought you were cool or whatever. Oh. Then uh, we started eating. All this food came out of nowhere. And all Banquet. This lamb Ban- and all this shit. Like, Banquet. People were like, and then all of a sudden uh, Mike comes back now. Now he's Michael Jackson, man. The motherfucker had the suit, the sparkles. I was like, oh. yo, what are you, a superhero? He went down the fucking <laughs> pole or something, man. Yo, the Sheik was like, yo, he must really like it. He came back and he got dressed up. Like, he had, yo, he was it's probably because like, he, was, he wasn't in touch with Americans. Yeah, he, I, he was kind of like in a, in, a, in, a, in a weird sense in exile. Exactly. And here you are now. And everybody talks to him like a little kid. The Sheik, yo, Mike, anything. Right. Like, and I was like, what up, yo, what up, homie? Like, I didn't say what up, nigga, but, right. you know, but I was talking to him like as if, you, you know, like brother a peer. to brother. Right, exactly. And, he, and, 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 and the fact that 
I got him to curse was kind of weird too. What did he say? Because Tyson Beffer, me and Tyson, we were chilling, and then I was like, "Yo, I heard they're about to take your, you know, your Neverland shit. They're about to confiscate it. The animals. You know what I mean? Fuck that place, man." I was like, "What, yo, Mike? Oh, fuck that." I was like, "What, yo? I didn't know what to do. I was like, yo, this motherfucker just cursed in front of us, and then uh, priceless, me. This, this, it gets even more priceless because he didn't want to leave. He wanted to take photos and shit. So my stupid homeboy, he got the camera right." But he got the camera where you could film this shit. This motherfucker taking, you know, you got that one second and it moves, yeah, and then then it takes the photo. I was like, motherfucker, why you didn't just press record and film the whole fucking event? Yeah, like, exactly, you dumb fuck. So he just got mad photos of us, and all of a sudden, like another twenty minutes later, the shack is like, yeah, um, what's his name is coming over. Um, we signed the um Kanye West. What's his name? Kid Cudi? Nah, the the, the R and B singer, the one that everybody. Oh, John Legend. So John Legend's coming to do a hook. Yo, what the fuck is going on? Yo, here? this shit is crazy. John Legend just landed. This shit is like a black Disney movie, man. <laughs> John Legend is on his way. I was like, what? That's my nigga. So John Legend, this, this is how this is how small the fucking world is. John Legend comes in there, and then all of a sudden, uh, he's like a good ten minutes in, and then now it's time for us to sit at the 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 banquet for the shack. The shack is like. There's, there's, a, there's Mike, the Shaq, his wife, but there's a seat that's open, but nobody dares sit there because, you know, you have to be, like, important. I sat with Tyson right. and all of them in the other circle table with the lamb and all that. So Mike is like, who kid, come over here, come sit over here. <laughs> Shaq is like, what? So John Legend is pissed off because he was at the same table, but John Legend wanted to sit near Mike. So now you got beef with, with John, so John Legend? John Legend's like, mm, like fuck, you know, I will fuck you up, you nigga. Know, John, John, John Legend got his lip. Twisting and all that, uh, so, so we're, we're like still making jokes and shit. And I'm like, yo, this lamb ass is crazy, and Mike's like, ha ha, this is crazy. And all of a sudden, right? So <laughs> I'm making fun of, I don't know what, you know, it looked like a palace, like a castle. Right. So I'm like, yo, I think John Rule is in the fucking uh, in the dungeon in here. <laughs> so Mike is like, huh? So like, Mike don't know what the fuck is going. So Tyson is dying, right? Because I'm telling Mike about John Rule ja being in the dungeon, in the dungeon, right? And then uh. But I didn't know that John Legend's manager was Ja Rule's ex-manager. Oh. So he has, so. So so, so he's listening to you shit Tyson on his Tyson Beffer is trying to kick me, like, or <laughs> try, try to, try to, like. Yo, yo chill, Ixnay, nigga. So Mike is like, <laughs> Ja Rule is in the fucking judges. <laughs> but he was so, like, he, he knew certain things. But I think when, uh, what's name came on, uh, Shakira came on. They had a video. Uh-huh. The screen. I was like, yo, it's so boring here. Get the, and then all of a sudden, they did some shit in the wall. The, oh, the wall opened, and there was a big video of MTV Arab, uh, Arabia or whatever. And then Shakira was dancing, and then Mike didn't know who Shakira was. Wow. So I, I was like, damn, it's like levels of like him being like so convert. connected and not. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Yeah, so man. Then, I, and then we just hung out. Then I, everybody left. Everybody ate. We got mad photos. And I think I got the only photos that year uh, on Michael Jackson's whereabouts. It was on Rolling Stone because, you know, he, he went. In hiding because right. of the molestation shit, but I was yeah. the only motherfucker that interacted with him. That's crazy, man. And then did, I was like, did, "Did y'all stay in touch after that?" Man? Yeah, because I was supposed to do the. Because I, I told him, you know, after he spoke to Fifty, I wanted to do a hook. I don't think I even ever told anybody this. We were supposed to do like a hook, uh, like Mike Jackson was gonna do like an ill hard a Fifty hook. Michael Jackson collabo. Yeah, and it almost happened, but did he record a hook? Did he was I he... called Fifty? I was like, "Would you do a song with Mike?" And then you know, but Mike's camp put it out there early. Yo, we're gonna do a song with Fifty Cent. And then Chris Lighty got mad because Mike had the bad rap and right. his music wasn't that crazy. Can you believe that? Like, like y'all had a fucking. He was gonna, but, he was gonna, like, my, he was gonna fly us back in a private jet. Me and the producer, we gonna just do the hook, 
and I was gonna come back. But so Lighty put the kibosh on that shit. Yeah, because he thought that we were doing like a a record, like like all I needed was Mike. I mean, I was gonna get other shit from Mike too, right. maybe, but we wanted just the hook. Right. Fifth would do the hard shit, uh, kill you, and then fucking Mike do the hook. <laughs> You're yeah. gonna get killed, kill, nigga. Kill, kill this nigga. <laughs> get out of ill hook or something, man. And then this, it never happened because. Um, Chris Lighty deaded the whole like, he put publicly Fuck. there is no Michael Jackson 50 right. Cent song and, and 50 was like yo I don't care I'll do it but, right. but you know all these songs that I've done that got cease and desist nobody knew I was doing them right. nobody, but they deaded it because they thought it was a real record and it was just only supposed to be a hook but I hung out with him we went to the mall after that and then uh, yo the, it's crazy out there in Bahrain because they, there's a law you can't talk to Michael Jackson like the law of the, the land. law it's in the books he's allowed to wear the black robe because right. that's what the women wear but he's not I guess full Muslim or whatever so he's allowed to wear the so we, I went to the mall with him but what just, kind of shit is he buying man he ain't buying shit we just went to the mall just, and then, you and Mike out. kicking we were, it at the mall we were bored we were just, I was like I went, I went to Starbucks I went to like uh, fucking crazy man what, what's that shit uh, whatever where they, where they got the burgers and all that one of them not TGI, Johnny Rockets not TGIF but one of those like oh, uh, uh, Applebee's or some Chili's sh- and shit Chili's? we went to Chili's that's but crazy Chili's is like you know in Chili's here you hear like regular bullshit music. It's like Tupac. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. And it's so crazy because you can walk down the street or through the mall with Michael Jackson, where and nobody's it, gonna fucking mob you because it's the, against the law. People see him. You will lose your pinky my nigga, if you say something to Michael Jackson. The mall will be shut down privately for him here in America. Right, like they'll shut the mall down and he walk around. But it's people mall. walking around. People you are everywhere. Nobody saying nothing. You could tell it's him. It's not like he's like super hidden. He yo, had the robe. Yo. That but, shit is so... But we yo, just, yo, yo, who kid, man? I got three more hours of questions, God, my man. nigga, but we got to do that shit a different time, yeah, man. You busy, man. I'm so glad you came through. Coming in these girls. Yeah, we'll there you go. Later, there you got, you got you to keep jizzing, B. Oh, Jizz machine. Lisa Ann, what's up? <laughs> He's yo, in, yo, yo, Pete, man, you got any questions, man, for, for this man? <laughs> man, how long are we going to stay here? This, this is it, man. <laughs> Listen, who could... You're going to need to make your own porno. Like, you remember when Snoop was fucking around? No, no, but... You're in pornos. No, not me, but I got shit in my phone. I'm not talking about that type of shit. I'm talking Hosting. about, like, hosting, like, the way Snoop did oh, it. Oh, standing you know? over the porn stars and all like that. Like, the hustler shit. The hustler yeah, shit. Yeah, I mean, G-Unit did that. We had a G-Unit porn. I was in it. I stood there. Ooh, niggas fucking and all that. I just couldn't believe it because they fucked for, like, five hours and there's only, like, a five-minute clip. Right. Like, the niggas was like, ooh. Like, I was like, yo, motherfucker, how long you fucking for? It's like, hour three. Like, this motherfucker's yo. still going in. Like, <laughs> Nigga, what's the best time of your life, man? When's been the best time of your life, man? I think the best time of my life is when I'm home and I'm watching Netflix. I'm watching Star fucking Trek, and I got a bowl of Frosted Flakes, and and I ain't got to talk to nobody. Peaceful. Yeah, that's it. That's the best time of my life because my life right now is continuously partying. Nigga, you Peter Pan. You're Peter Pan. Continuously flying. This dude is a Peter Pan. You're the Peter Pan of rap, dude. I I do that shit, and I still find time to do a mixtape, still find time to market an artist, still find... It's just like, I gotta like, that's the best time of my life when I could just sit back and not worry about shit. Even today, it was raining like fuck. I was watching Mad Netflix and I was like, damn, I gotta go see fucking Combat Jack. And I'm so, I'm so fucking glad. Away. I'm so glad you did, my like nigga. Mo- I saw well. Moses out there <laughs> swimming over my car. Like, yo, yo, I'm so glad you did, man. Listen, man, yo, I'm not gonna keep you long. That's no more, all good, man. But before me, before who could go, um, I definitely wanna get your take on, you know, the recent turmoil. Uh, with G Unit and stuff like that. Oh, okay. You know, what, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, the, I mean, I don't, yo, these guys, are grown ass men, man. They they have like you know, just like everybody has arguments in the crew, and they just, I guess, egos and personal stuff. 
they refuse to fix shit. So, is it like fa- money is it like a- also plays a, uh, right. a factor? And it's not like fifties giving them money. It's just like you know people change after a while. You know, yeah. people people think they deserve they deserve certain mm. situations. And in me, I was always like the outsider. I always did like you know being Haitian. I do ten different things, but like he said before, these guys get comfortable and they they keep assuming that they supposed to keep getting it over and over. But you know, they always say every empire got ten years. And if you don't know what to do, if you ain't got no plan B, this is what's going on right now. A lot of people don't have plan Bs. They expect, like, the same shit all the time. But, I, I mean, I hope they get their act together, man. They're grown-ass men, man. And sometimes, you know, sometimes I don't even know why they're arguing. Right. Like, I'm like, what? It's like a family. It's like a dysfunctional family. Yeah, you see, like, you know, Yale's on Twitter going that fast. Yeah, it seems to be getting How did more you feel crazy. about that shit, man? Like, I felt that was, I mean, I felt that was kind of crazy because... We've we've had internal problems and beef before, but it's never went out public. Right. And it's supposed to be like that, you know. And I me being in the industry for like twenty years, from the Jay Z's and you know, every click you see out there, the Rough Riders, they all have problems but they keep it internal. Right. The locks be beefing. You don't hear about that shit. They're not tweeting each other, fuck you, Jada. It's, it's, uh, it's family. That contract was whack, like keep that shit especially if you're if you're in family mode. And you've been so successful. Yeah, it's not like, you know, we're not whack. Like, keep that shit, like, talk, meet right. and talk. So so is it is it because the shit is so public, that and knowing how 50 is, that shit. Yeah, 50 is not going to fucking. It's a rap. Yeah, it's a rap, man. So G, G unit right now is just you and 50? <sighs> I mean, I saw myself at South by Southwest. I was looking at him like, yo, man, it's just me and you, man. What the fuck? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I don't know, man. I, th- I think it's. I mean, there's, there's a possibility for some kind of help with some of them, but this, you know. And Yayo, man, like Yayo was the, the Yayo ultimate, was like the last he was the of the ultimate yeah. shooter. Yeah, he was like, like I guess he was the last one that really hung out more than everybody, and I was more shocked with him than right. anything. So absolutely, I tell you, with with, with Yayo, it's funny because like I remember when he, when down, he came like, to shock. Like I like I was locked up for a while. I know people mm. hate when I tell them this all the time I on the show, them. but um, <laughs> not like when, when I went to shock for a little before I got kicked out, mm-hmm. and uh, I was in there when Yayo was in there, mm-hmm. and uh, you know when he came and, and and Fifty had got him and stuff like that, and uh, I mean just speaking to him in there. I mean, the amount of friendship he spoke about to see that broken. I'm talking about he spoke about, you know, the friendship being before all that rap shit. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm bugged out. And, you know, and then I'm, I hear this when I'm in, like, come on, I'm in, like, Dubai or I'm in fucking Paris. I'm just I'm just enjoying life, and I get these whack texts and whack tweets. Uh, and there's nothing you could do. There's nothing then, you could do about it. And then Fifth, you know, he's very unpredictable, but he's not going to hold his mouth. You know right. what I'm saying? So. It's just like the Young Buck thing. Young Buck knew what he did. He kept dissing 50 over and over. And then it took 50 a while to fucking go at Buck because we go through levels of figuring out who they are. If they're drugged up, okay, you're fucked up on stage, you're drugged up, you say some stupid shit. All right. So 50 really... He analyzed all that shit, and then he takes it to the level where, all right, it's gone too far. I haven't been saying shit for a long time. I'm trying to fix it. Because he always fixes it. So he doesn't... He always tries to fix it. He's not like he's ignoring it. He doesn't react like I think, like the public thinks he reacts. What you're seeing right now is from like... Years. Like months of fucking going in. Right. When Buck went on stage for the third time and said, fuck G on it, blah, 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 that was the last draw. Yeah. And then, you know, he 50 didn't put that crying tape out just as revenge. It just so happened 
that was a lawyer meeting and then they they record every meeting you know what i'm saying so buck just started crying in the meeting it's not like he's he tricked buck the call right, and right. there wasn't no no donald it's sterling just like the lawyer was there Steviano shit. yeah the lawyer was there you want more juice honey it the wasn't lawyer. that shit they were talking about an album the album the situation his current album situation and he just started crying yeah. the lawyer was there to take you know you have to record those sessions and then so the lawyer could figure out what to do or whatever they got to do but he just started crying and 50 had the tape it was like, yo, this motherfucker went to diss me over and over and over. No, this is not like one little diss, and then yeah. Fifth is like, fuck these niggas. This is like, was that the was that the same shit with Game? The Game is like kind of like the Game was like he wanted to be his own boss. He right. wanted to be in the West Coast. He wanted to control shit. He didn't want to be like under fifty, like you know. He didn't want to be an East Coast. Yeah, he wanted just to be the representative, king of the West. right? West Coast representative. Yeah. And then, you know, I kind of understood him, but he just I think he did it like kind of like a different way. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, everybody got their own opinions, their own decisions, and then they just got to just take it. And live with it. And live with it after yeah. they do it because, you know, even with the Banks thing, Banks is conservative. You're never going to see Banks on no Twitter or no Facebook talking shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? But everybody's different. Everybody's different. Simple as but that, But in the man. end, in the end, who kid is still standing, right? I'm good, man. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, yo, at the end of the day, every time you see 50 going at these motherfuckers, it's from, like, months of being annoyed, months of, like, like he feels fucked up from that shit. I can imagine. Of course he like, does. He's like, yo, what the fuck is wrong? Like, it's always, like, what is wrong with this guy? Right. He always asks that question, then he analyzes it, and then he does get hurt. Yeah, and then he reacts. Nobody fucking wastes millions on an artist just to degrade them. Right. To, to get to this point, to have business, them the great, in the yeah. business standpoint, that don't even make no sense. Right? Like he put mad money into these to these guys. Like they're part of his history. Yeah, part of his imprint. Incredible history too. For, for him to really go at them, it has to be really on some mental fucked up shit. Crazy. So people be looking at Fifth. Oh, he always you know he talks crazy. Oh, he's very up. But this is like that's the, the like, me. I'm not trying to talk about what really goes on, but for him to talk about them is for months of abuse. That's crazy. You know like, believe it or not, he gets mentally abused. Like right. 50 Cent. Like, he's touring. He's doing movies. He's not trying to come back to this shit. Right. You don't have he, time for the he's bullshit. He's not here to right. fucking, you know, take care of little kids. Like, he, he talks about them like they're little kids because. That's how they act. In his eyes, they look like little kids right. because they never went out and did their own yeah. shit. Yeah. They always rely on him. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I really, sometimes I don't even know what the fuck is going on. Right. But I know what's going on myself. Tell the audience what you're doing now in New York, man, and in the clubs that you that you I mean, right have now, residency at. Residencies, you go always catch me, you know, VIP room, you know, One Oak. You know, I I used to do Greenhouse, um, and I used to do Whip, but I think they're having issues over right. there. Um, but now I'm at uh, this new club called, what is it, LR or some shit? Um, you don't even know. It just started. <laughs> right. It starts like next week. Okay. That's, why, that's why I don't even know. Oh, I think it's. FDR, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> you 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 see the flyers yeah, out yeah. there, but definitely uh, I'm in VIP room now, and then uh, I still uh, tour endlessly. And then the radio show's going well. Radio show, Hollywood Shuffle, uh, every Saturday. Now it's six hours, uh, noon to six p.m. You like radio? Oh, yeah, I love radio, and then I do uh, Opie and Anthony, and I do Howard Stern. Nice. So me being a nigga, the fact that I could cross over and talk radio and do regular hip hop radio. It's kind now, of what cool do you mean too. you do how it's turned? Like, other than the- I do, like, yeah, yeah because they, they'll have me come on, like, you know, I do, like, uh, you frequent. I'm always on Opie and Anthony, right? I'll do like three, four times, like, you know, three times a week, right? You know, I could do whatever I want, you know, because I, I became a character on that show. Right. But Howard Stern, 
they'll have me like uh I'll do like specials or I come on the after show and wild the fuck out and then that's good because it's like those two are like enemies radio wise but the fact that I could jump on both here we go and both fans same shit with you man yo both fans accepted me same shit with you I don't I mean, know I don't know why I don't know what it is you're a blessed man dude I hope so I yeah. think it's because I'm Haitian yeah there you go that's it Sock yo, yo mon cher man thanks for coming to the Combat Jack Show yeah, internets yeah. Yo, who kid gave us a lot, man? Round of applause to this man. Hell yeah. Yo, Pete, another episode in the can, man. Man. <laughs> this one was filmed. Man, I don't even know how we're going to edit this shit out, man. Damn. How are you going to edit this shit out? Man, Jonathan, is like, man? yo, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yo, listen, Internets, man. I'm not even going to keep y'all any longer. Yeah. I'm tired, B. Peace out. Internets, you know what it is, man. Dream those dreams and then man up and live those dreams. Because life wet. without dreams is black and white and the universe flows. Yeah, and Technicolor yeah. and surround sound like the man said, keep it wet. Uh, we yeah. out this bitch. Blah. Yeah. Booyah. Internet, be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend. The Combat Jack Show was on iTunes, SoundCloud, all over the internet. Get ready for combat. Just search. Search Google. Look for Combat Jack Show. Search. Listen. It's Get everywhere. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Rate, subscribe, comment, and keep it pushing. Keep it rocking. It's the Combat Jack Show. Coming in your ear holes.